Marvel uh, Phase Four. So I don't know anything about it. So I think it's, did we talk about when they did the Phase Three announcement on you the did. show? You I did. know we watched the whole thing a few weeks. Yes, ago. Yes, because you mentioned about how people lost their minds about show. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I didn't see the video of it this time because they didn't they didn't allow live streaming, which they didn't last time because that video we watched was just someone was recording it the whole time but wasn't live streaming it. They didn't have any official live stream, but they did a stream after the fact. So they were recording, but they cut out, obviously, every time they showed footage or a trailer or something like that. And I started to watch that, and the audio kept cutting in and out, like... Whoever was their sound guy got in big trouble for right. their their uh, Comic Con thing. Right. So I just couldn't watch it, but I was, I was so excited for this. I was on like three live blogs at once. I was literally, I felt like Batman's Oracle. I had like <laughs> my, I was at my Mac. I was listening to music. I was listening to Marvel soundtracks, <laughs> like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, like Endgame, like actual like song yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, Movie scores. I was, I was just reading, and like the reason I had multiple live blogs up is because. <laughs> Like, I wanted to be the most up-to-date, not just listen to one guy or look at one guy typing. Right. But they uh, they announced some shit. And you heard about one of them. We were talking about it the other day. Yeah, so <laughs> you, I was on... Do you want to start with the one thing you heard? <laughs> yeah, so the one thing I heard was because I follow some... I follow comedians. I follow yeah. mainly comedians, but um, some TV personalities. And one of them, Ronnie Chang, I think yeah. it is, from The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. And he tweeted something about that. He tw- he retweeted something about, sh- what was it, Shang Li? Shang- Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. He, he tweeted about saying, uh, he retweeted something about Shang-Chi. And Shang-Chi. I- Shang-Chi. <laughs> he retweeted about something called Shang-Chi. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. And... It was uh, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, I didn't. I don't know anything about it, but I was thinking, oh wow, cool. So a phase four uh, movie about some kind of Asian superhero, mm-hmm. and I immediately I immediately figured, oh, it's going to be a TV show. Mm-hmm. And am I right? Is it a? It's like, a movie. Oh, it's a movie. That's okay, a full so on movie. It's a full on superhero action movie. So I didn't know anything about it. So I texted Chris. I texted you, and I said. I think I texted you, right? And I yeah, just said you, something. We, we talked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we well, had some words. <laughs> what what started it? Did I just ask uh, you, like, what's Shang-Chi? Oh, we talked a lot, actually. You it just was more sent, just me bitching. You sent me the, the tweet. Uh, yes. Shang-Chi started starring Tony Leung, Aquafina, Simu Liu, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. And then the guy said, as a kid, I couldn't have imagined a superhero movie with Asian leads. I can't believe it's really happening. And you sent that with the words from you. The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, yup, because I wasn't sure. Like, I thought you were excited. You're like, the fuck? An Asian superhero? What? Well, that's. (laughs) And then you said, never heard of it. And I said, real Mandarin 2. So like Iron Man 3, you remember the the Mandarin? Yes. Tony Stark, America. It's yeah. time for you to learn your lesson. But then it turned out that he was just a shitty actor who's playing the Mandarin to try to scare people and then blah, blah, blah. So there have been hints before then and since then that the Mandarin is a real big bad guy. And this he, they confirmed it for this. The Mandarin, the real Mandarin, is going to be the bad guy in this. And he hates the Ben, Kingley, ben Kingsley interpretation of the Mandarin, which I think is so cool and so meta because fans hated it too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They're like, no, we thought this was the real Mandarin, and then he had sideswiped us. I said, I haven't heard of it either, uh, but there were rumors they were making it. 
just a dude who's really good at kung fu, like Daredevil, but not blind. Uh, he sent that gif of basically the da fuck guy. <laughs> and I said, exactly the type of character you were talking about on the podcast about like just every Asian character in every movie is just good at kung fu and maybe math. That's that's why I was saying just. Wait, what's his superpower? And you told me that he just oh he's really good at kung fu and he's fighting, like the best at kung fu. And I that's when I was just oh so he's just a high level black belt. That's... Yeah, the highest level black belt. The more I read into him, it's like like he is kung fu. <laughs> like cool. other other superheroes learned kung fu from him and stuff like that. But still so just on the nose Asian stereotype. What does this guy do? punch people really good <laughs> yeah oh does he have superhuman strength or intelligence that leads him to develop technology does he do nah. anything does he have some kind of biochemical accident or any kind of nope he just you know he started training kung fu when he was in single digits uh he quickly ranked up through uh you know master lao system uh he then competed in uh competitive kung fu sparring matches. did you actually read this no i'm just are making just shit assume- up yeah because i because I'm, I'm that's how artist. you become the I'm best just, that country. I'm just making shit up. He competed, you know, in his teens, uh, and then he branched out a little bit, tried some other schools for kung fu, but he mainly kept within the school of kung fu. He didn't really branch out to judo or anything like that. And then uh, he kept training. He opened up his own school eventually. <laughs> uh, he finally got his ninth don, honored by blah blah blah, and the Federation of blah 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 in China. And he accepted the certificate and he passed his test. And now he is the highest don. Uh, on the planet so he's now the go-to representative for the kung fu foundation blah 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 yeah you got it <laughs> yeah it's just oh cool and he's a superhero because of this yes he just decides to fight criminals cool yeah. what does he do with the whole bullet stuff and everything like that oh nothing <laughs> he runs because he's a normal human so he just runs and hides yep okay yeah i'm i'm reading uh i googled shang chi powers and one of the people often ask does shang chi have powers uh, although possessing no superpowers, Shang-Chi has a lifetime of combat training behind him and is an expert in all known forms of terrestrial martial arts. So that's a little different. Maybe so not just judo, jitsu. He is the master of all forms of martial arts. He's a master of judo. He's a master of jujitsu. He's a master of kung fu, master of karate. Or now we're just going to blanket say karate to cover like Shotokan, Kyokushin, sure. all these other kind yeah, of styles. Yeah, yeah. Taekwondo. We could talk about capoeira. We can go into... Uh, Sambo we could talk about I don't know what else like 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 we, we yeah. can just keep going down oh like uh what's the fucking um Krav Maga and like Aikido and Aiki Jujitsu and Daitoru and we can keep going down the list here but cool so he just is a high level black belt in every single thing yes so we're talking about the John Mayer nerd of martial arts, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Are you excited now that he's the John Mayer of martial arts? For those who don't know what I'm talking about, John Mayer uh, is basically the... Uh, Master of every type of guitar style. I was going to say that. I was going to say, for especially if, if you're listening and you've played guitar and you... And if, if you learned guitar and especially if you fell into it, you know what I mean when, when I mentioned a bedroom guitarist of just a guy who just not even a guy just a person who spends all their time playing in their room mm-hmm. because they just they're <laughs> so in love and enamored with it 
that they can just sit in their bedroom and play all the time and get a hundred percent enjoyment out of it. Yep. Like, we yeah. all knew in school one bedroom guitarist mm-hmm. who could just fucking play the shit out of the guitar because all they did was just hang out in their room and play music, and that was it. Uh, it sounds like that's what this guy is, but instead of guitar, it's con- it's martial arts. Yeah. And uh, instead of bedroom playing- martial artist. Yeah, that's basically what he is. That's what I meant by oh, it's the John Mayer. Yeah. Guy style of martial artist. I'm interested to read or see anything about like how he became that because like so that's no easy feat so does he so does he just okay let me put it this way also because i decided to rewatch it because on netflix and it's i love the music Mm -hmm. and i love i love the fucking culture of the movie uh black panther Mm -hmm. has been hailed as a great movie of representation not just because they hired pretty much all black yeah actors and directors and editors yeah and exactly producers and just staff in general mm-hmm. but of how authentic it, it is to culture yeah you know what i mean that's great i hope it's that with this thing it seems like it could be They're but i feel doing like it's gonna thing. be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of fucking Shoes off when you enter the house, <laughs> bowing, working on dummies and doing katas in a dojo mixed with, you know, fast eating with chopsticks and then probably math somewhere or some kind of <laughs> intelligence test that he passes. Like, it, it's just... I That tropes, would be too much. The, I don't think Marvel will but do... But the tropes of it are yeah. just so strong. But if it's... If, so... How much of a cause and effect do you think it was that they went like the all black route when making Black Panther and it turned out like good and like a, a good representation of it and they're they're kinda doing that with Shang Chi? Like, do you think it'll have the same effect? Like it'll if they be... do it like they did with Black Panther, sure. But yeah. I feel like it's not going to already it's not already it's a problem. Already it's Oh, cool. What's the superhero? Oh, he's just, he's a Kung Fu man. He's a martial arts master. It's arguably one of the most famous Asian Marvel characters. Granted, he's not a superhero. Who's, was born out of the trope of just being a great martial artist. Written by, (laughs) written by an old white man in like the 60s or 70s probably. He's the highest level black belt of all black belts in every art. Yeah. Oh, that's. He's the best Asian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so, that's so, you know, incredible. Like, I don't know. But. As far as how it goes for representation, yes, it's cool that, you know, Asians are getting hired to do stuff and Asians are giving screen time now as a primary thing and not just being the nerd that gets picked on or the kid with glasses that gets asked for help with homework or that Mm -hmm. helps people with homework. It's, it's, it's just, I don't know. And I mentioned this in the last episode, right? I mentioned about how. I don't always align with the Asian trope. Right. Even though just by being Asian, I'm forced into that trope. Right. So I don't really align. You weren't brought up through that culture. Like, I'm not going to feel super represented by a a movie. If I had the Black Panther version of an Asian movie, I probably still wouldn't really align with it in the same way because I would still just be thinking, "Mm, I'm not really part of any of that. Like, I understand there's people that look like me doing stuff. That's cool. Yeah. But they're all doing stuff that I've been made fun of my entire life of. Oh, martial arts more fighting more yeah. kung fu more katas more yeah exactly more training against dummies more uh like just <laughs> so do you think it's different i i don't know how asian people brought up with a heavy asian culture feel about this because i don't they're, know any they're pumped they're pumped cool they're yeah because like 
some of those things like the shoes off when you enter the house and the like a lot of the other tropes that you said are like actual like this is how we grew up so like yes they're they are accurate to a lot of those like households and stuff like that so it might not be bad to see them in the movie if they're done right but like i don't know i'm i'm so far not an authority on this (laughs) like well it's 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 kind of like saying i don't know anything about what it feels to be part of the culture for black panther to understand how it hit you know yeah, exactly you could tell that they did a great job of of being authentic with how they wanted to represent themselves mm-hmm. which i thought was awesome yeah, exactly. and yeah there's a lot of subtle you know undertones about it right like the final battle that's on the and on a railroad underground mm-hmm. you know like Ooh, oh <laughs> Right? Yeah. I never caught that. Yeah. Perfect example. Right? Yeah. So you have those kind of things happening where it's pretty obvious. And you have... Yeah, definitely very obvious. Yeah. And you have, like, <laughs> these two primary characters, one wanting vengeance and uprising. Yeah. Who wants... Not so much vengeance. They want they want justice. Yeah, exactly. Violence, which, guess what? That's happening now. And then you have the other side, which was the righteous virtue of we cannot interfere with overwhelming power and force. That's not what brings us together. Right. That won't work. Yeah, exactly. And then they fight and then they fight on an underground railroad system. Mm-hmm. So, so Damn. right. Yeah. <laughs> pretty subtle. So I feel like, yeah, you could kind of hit that marker somewhat with an all Asian movie, all Asian cast, all Asian staff. Cool. But at the same time, it's just, I don't, Black Panther didn't reinforce a stereotype. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't walk away with any type of with any idea of a stereotype for anything, right? Because of Black exactly. Panther, exactly. Nothing was reinforced. Which I think that was a lot of the the reason it hit. It's like, oh my gosh, yes, it's a movie with a black main character that isn't Tyler Perry. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, just it's, it, it was just a um, and this is the representation that I would want. It's just it's a superhero who has you know a culture within Africa, right? Of yeah. course, from how they talk to their accent to their yep. to everything, to their dress, their ceremonies, all of it. But at the same time, it was really just him being a superhero. It was mm-hmm. him having to deal yeah. with the storyline of being a part of a royal family. Yep. That's just the story. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's not a story of a black superhero. It's a story of a superhero and he's black. Yes. Well, yeah. And that's kind of how that's I think that's kind of why it hit so hard. Because it was easy to fall in love with the story of it. Yes. And not just, oh, yeah, like, my man, like, oh, T'Challa, yeah. you know, Wakanda forever, you know? Like, it's it's easy to not fall into that yeah. compared to if it's an Asian movie with nothing but kung fu and the standard stereotypes that you see in all of cinema. Yeah. It's going to be very easy to just go, oh, yeah, it's it, it's, it's, it's an Asian superhero. It's, yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's, just it, it's just an easy way to fall compared to if they can make it just a normal superhero who just happens to be Asian, which is yeah. hard to do because I'm assuming this takes place in China. And because of that, I don't think so, but I'm not so? sure what takes place Let's in Texas. See. I was thinking I was going to think New York. Marvel loves New York. Marvel loves New York, but uh, I highly doubt Shang-Chi is going to be a story taking place in Minnesota or Iowa. Shang-Chi Shang-Chi location. Where does Shang-Chi take place? 
character was created by a white guy and a white guy first uh, he's proficient in a numerous unarmed and weaponry based wushu styles wushu mm-hmm. wushu has a lot of fun weapons in staff. later years he gains the power to create countless duplicates of himself and joins the avengers so maybe we'll see that maybe he'll get a superpower you mean, you mean what dr strange does yeah, but I think this one's more like literal. He clones himself in the lab. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> what you laughing at there, Chris? Shang-Chi was spun off from the novelist, blah, 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 white guy's name. Licensed property as the unknown son of the fictional villain, Fu Manchu. <laughs> Please continue. Please continue. In later years, his connection to Fu was underplayed as Marvel lost the comic book rights to the later the latter's character. Shang-Chi is set to make his first live-action debut in Shang-Chi and the Legends, The Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, played by Chinese-Canadian actor. Fictional character biography. He was born in the Honan province of the People's Republic of China. Oh! <laughs> and is the son of Fu Manchu. Oh, yeah. His the- mother was a white American. Genetically selected by his father. Oh. Uh, Shang-Chi was raised and trained from infancy in the martial arts by his father and his tutors. So he was raised by a bad guy. That's interesting. Probably to be like a fighting machine. That's why he learned. So he didn't just like, you kind of got it right. It kind of was close. Yeah. Uh, Shang-Chi was sent on a mission to London to murder Dr. James Petrie, who his father claimed was evil and a threat to peace after successfully assassinating him. He encountered Fu Manchu's arch enemy, Sir Dennis Nayland Smith, who revealed to Shang-Chi his, father true, his father's true nature. After confronting his mother in New York City uh, for the truth, Shang-Chi realized that Fu Manchu was evil. Shang-Chi fought his way past Fu Manchu's C-Fan assassins at, the Manha- at his Manhattan headquarters, telling his father that they were now enemies and vowing to put an end to his evil schemes. Shang-Chi subsequently fought his adoptive brother Midnight, who was sent uh, by their father to kill Shang-Chi for his defection. Um, Let's just have a Genji and and Hanzo story arc here in the MCU. Um, And then he went on a bunch of adventures as a good guy. Uh, But he always, he he has like his father's tendencies because he was raised by his father. So those you can't just erase by learning that he's a bad guy. That's interesting. So definitely Asian. Um, And this one, I think I heard that the story is the Mandarin is his father, not Fu Manchu. It's taking place somewhere not in America, I feel. I I feel like it would make sense if it was China and then New York City. That'd be cool. And then he lives in New York City and Avengers, whatever. Black Panther took place in Wakanda. Yes. Yes, it did. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> right? Entirely. Uh, well, besides, uh, they had a scene in Korea, and then there was a bit in uh, Oakland, like the, the, the beginning scene. The beginning three minutes, yeah. Yeah. Just. But do, do you see where already yeah. I can feel like it's headed? Would you prefer if it was entirely in China? I would prefer... So I can't speak for the Asian community of what they want for representation. Right. I feel like they're going to get that with Mulan coming out. I feel, mm. for me, 
representation of of an Asian presence would just be if you gave me like a Spider-Man or an Iron Man, just they were Asian. Yeah. And everything else was the same. Yeah, that's great. That's, you know what movie did that fantastically? Into the Spider-Verse. He is yeah. a half black, half Hispanic. And he never comes up. He just is. He's just a kid. It's perfect. Just a kid. And yeah. that's kind of what I, I would want for representation. It's just, oh, are you? do you feel represented? No, not really. <laughs> My representation would just be he's Asian and or he, like he's Doctor Strange and he's just Asian. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, having a weird perfect. accent, doesn't do any weird behavior traditions. He's the same arrogant prick until yep. he figures out and learns and teaches himself. And now he's Doctor Strange, master of the cards yeah or whatever um, same thing without like if it was the same thing with iron man if it was just an asian guy instead of tony instead of uh, rdj he would be so good at math to be iron man all those scenes where he's doing this imp- impressive calculation he's just oh when did you become a master of like nuclear astrophysics oh last night didn't anybody else read the the, the, the yeah. briefing am that I would be one? seen as totally am i the only one who did the homework yeah <laughs> i love that scene <laughs> True. Okay, so maybe Tony Stark would be a bad idea. Would be a bad comparison, right? But just think about that. You know, just think about that for, or you know what it is? Like think about it with Thor. Mm. Considering I just rewatched the Ragnarok. Imagine if talk about Thor. But imagine if you just had a guy who was Asian but was basically the Thor character Mm -hmm. because they have an Asian guy and they do, and he's very Asian. Very Asian. Yes. Thank you for letting me stay with my family. Born and raised. With Thor in Asgard, but for some reason has that voice. I think I may be wrong about that. No, no, he has his own home planet. Oh, because the beginning of Ragnar, uh, Dark Dark World, World. they're fighting on his planet, Mm. and Thor's trying to bring peace to the nine realms or whatever, or seven realms or whatever. His actor, I believe, was also just randomly replaced in between one of the movies. I think between two and Ragnarok, it's played by different people. No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. I might be wrong about that. Because in the third, he eats shit. Yeah, he quickly. dies. He eats. I mean, everybody does, but he <laughs> uh, he eats shit pretty quick. But he's same guy in three. He goes like, "Whoever you are," <laughs> like I forget. I forget the speech, but it's like yeah. a short little speech of "Whoever you are," like throw down your weapon or prepare to face the wrath of Asgard. And he like pulls out his sword every. Yeah, and then is just whoop. And yeah, she just goes, "Oh, fine." Uh. <laughs> Spiky mode activate. I was wondering, watching Ragnarok, how would she do against uh, Thanos? There is a very big theory that Thanos waited to do Infinity War essentially until Odin was dead, because Thanos wouldn't stand a chance against Odin. You don't think but so? I, I don't know about Hela. But well, Hela was stronger than Odin. Oh no, was she? I think she was more ferocious and like. I think Odin was because Odin kept her at bay. Stronger. Yeah, exactly. Odin being alive is why she wouldn't come back from hell. Right. So, like, there's also there's more things that makes Odin powerful, like his knowledge and his foresight. Um, like, he, he could basically see the future. Um, but uh, her, I don't know. I mean, Thor beats her. Well, not really, actually. He doesn't beat her. Yeah. Surtur does. <laughs> um, God, I love Ragnarok so See, I really much. don't care for Ragnarok as a movie. Why? It's I, so funny. It's got so much heart. It's so weird and different. I, I I agree on all those things. I just don't like the fact that it's so many gut punches. 
Mm, you like lose so Asgard. You lose all the characters in Thor's world except for Thor and Loki for the most part. Yeah. Like you it it's it's just a devastating movie. Yeah. It's literally about Loss. Asgard falling. Yeah. Asgard being it's, lost. I mean, that's Ragnarok. <laughs> that right? we, when we watched the uh, Phase Three, when you see the trailer, it's Thor, and there's clouds underneath, and people are like, yeah, and then it clears and says Ragnarok, and be like, oh my god, <sighs> and he goes, some of you might know what that word means because that literally means Asgard is gone, <laughs> right. like the end of Asgard, and, and just I don't know, but at the same time, I thought it was really cool mm-hmm. her story arc because in the movie, because I just watched it again, when she breaks down the. Uh, the painting the of, mosaic up yeah, top the fake one yeah and it shows the real one behind it and i feel like if i was thor at that point i would just be thinking oh okay so i'm actually in the wrong here mm. you're actually totally right about everything because <laughs> i didn't know any of this yeah that would be that would be a very interesting spin if he was like oh okay my dad was like i understand now let's chat <laughs> yeah i understand so technically you are the firstborn yeah you really did do all these things and we really have this empire because of you and him doing that. Yeah. I don't and think they'd be on the same side, but I think that would change I'm just saying Thor's imagine, understanding. But imagine it. that if Thor went to her side and just said, We should be doing this, you are right. <laughs> like we are Asgard. And <laughs> I didn't know that was our true history. Make every Marvel fan just weep in the theater. <laughs> no, our boy. But would he... Oh, true. Because then she would eventually get to Earth and the Avengers would have to be... Yeah. Um, yeah. Thor, what true. the F? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you doing? No, no, guys. You got to come on my side. Yeah. It's like, they're not as guardians. Yeah. They can't be on our side. It's like, oh. oh. But they're my friends. <laughs> I just like a couple. Them. Yeah. I just need like the five of them. That's all yeah. I need. Yeah. Oh, there's so many funny things in that movie. Taika Waititi is one of my favorite directors. Like, he's only directed a few things. He he's, did... Uh, isn't he doing uh, another movie for Phase 4? He is. What it's movie? called it's my lock screen right now it's called thor love oh, and thunder <laughs> which oh boy taika waititi what are you doing to me do you know what that story arc is or not? uh it's a made-up name but he did say on stage did you hear oh man i i know nothing other than the tweet i sent you <gasps> okay so i know a whole bunch of it's going on streaming disney streaming platform which makes sense they want to push people towards that yes but. so they announced one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight nine, ten, eleven, twelve things. Oh. Um, kind of eleven. Or thirteen. Uh and they confirmed like three or four more. <laughs> like okay. they confirmed half of phase five too. They just didn't give any details on them. They just said the titles. So first thing, least exciting, Black Widow comes out next May. Um not excited about that? Is it a prequel or her is it story is done? She's dead. Spoilers, endgame spoilers. She's dead. So like I think they confirmed it takes place. I The rumor is what they're doing. They're telling like one story across a bunch of different time periods, basically from Iron Man 1 to Infinity War. Like what's she oh. been doing in between? Because she never got her own standalone movie, movie. So what was she doing when she wasn't in somebody else's movie or in the Avengers? She was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., so she, yeah. she was doing missions. That's probably going to be part of it, agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then it falls, and you realize it's all Hydra, and then she gets together with Nick Fury, and then after Captain America Civil War, she teams up with Cap in the down low and stuff like that. And one of the coolest Marvel supervillains is the bad guy in it, Taskmaster, who has, I believe, in the comics, a vibranium shield like Cap's. He also has a badass, huge, like, fantasy-style sword. Uh, and he basically, he's like, I forget what Pokemon it is, but just Pikachu. you fight him using something and he just, 
I know that now. I can do that too now. So he like he fights Spider-Man and Spider-Man does all his crazy moves on him. He's like, "Cool, thank you for fighting me because I know that style and he of fighting." He can shoot now. webs and shit. Not shoot webs, but like he can jump and move like that. If he fights Shang-Chi, every move Shang-Chi does on him, he now knows that move for his next fight. Pretty cool. So he's going to be fighting Black Widow. David Harbour is also in it. Uh, That's what I'm super excited about. Yep. I'm sure he's the bad guy. uh, I don't think he is. No, they confirmed that he's a a different guy. His name. You saw season three, right? Of Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. I finished season three. His. uh, Oh, we got to talk about that later. But his name in Black Widow is Alexi, (laughs) which is the Russian guy there with the whole time. That's his name. Spelled the exact same way. But he is uh, he's like a Russian character who. Like is friends with Natasha. I don't know if he's like a From good her guy past. or a bad guy or a middle guy, but that's gonna be cool. He also currently, I don't know if it was for the movie, but he has a huge beard right now, and yeah. it's got me pretty excited. Is he still in Hellboy shape or no? Uh, he's he's like yeah, pretty big. He's pretty big still. Yeah, in Hellboy shape, they probably required the same fitness for Marvel shape. I'm assuming. Um, so that's coming out in May. I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good. I'm gonna like it, but like I don't I'm, I don't care. <laughs> like, well, no, because it's not anything new. Yeah, it's exactly. New, but like, it's, it's not gonna not... progress the story really. Although it might. It's just gonna be fun. It's just gonna be a fun. Movie. It's gonna be fun, and they may throw some things like, oh, there's this thing that happened in the past that like hasn't come up yet, but it might in one of the future movies. Uh, so they I, might still they're progress probably the using it. They're going to use it to set up some of the movies in phase four. Yeah. Exactly. And there's probably going to be like scrolls in it. Like uh, the shapeshifters. You saw Spider-Man, right? Far from home. Yes. We got to talk about that. You saw both post credit scenes. Yes. C- quick asterisk. And then we can move on. You know, I didn't know anything about that, about Mysterio. Yeah. I was so excited because I, loved the chemistry between yeah. Mysterio and Spider-Man. Yeah. And I was so happy when they were just hanging out all the time and talking. I was just, oh, man, this is so cool. So great that Peter actually has a friend. Yeah, like, who understands? And he's talking. He's like, I get it. I get it. And I fell hook, line, and sinker. I was thinking, <laughs> Oh, my God. that's. I wish I saw when it When he's with talking you. about, like, oh, I'm the last guy from our planet and these things. And I was just thinking, holy shit, that's insane. And it's just so cool that he's meeting up with Spider-Man. It's... The final battle was, I was thinking, that's so cool that, you know, Mysterio came out on top and that was just so intense. And I was just, I was so high on all of it. Yeah. Right until, you know, it that changed. He gives him the glasses, and walks out of the bar. And, I, and even when he was giving the glasses, I was like, this is such a good idea. Like, clearly. Yeah, he's the next Iron Man. I'm so excited for phase four now. Yeah and, I, I, yeah. and I was thinking, oh, man, like, he gets to finally just, because first of all, I love the fact that the movie was just about a kid with a crush which yeah. is what spider-man's foundation is oh, so the good. movie is about peter parker and mary jane yeah that's really what it is mm-hmm. there's a lot of complications but the foundation of that story is that yep he really likes this girl and he really just wants to be with her and he doesn't know how to do just it. kiss her on top of the just, eiffel tower just wants to <laughs> kiss her he wants to give her a gift that shit that i thought of yeah just oh, i'll buy this gift and then she'll just love me because yeah. i'll just be a nice guy <laughs> oh, if I give it's it. so good it was so it was so refreshing it was so high school Exactly, and that's why I loved yeah. it. That's why I love Spider-Man. I think that's why so many of us attached to Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And to see him openly just say it, just at the bar, I, I just want to be a kid. And he was saying, "Well, you could be a kid, man, if you want." And he goes, "Well, you should have it." He goes, "I should not have that." He goes, "You should have it." <laughs> he goes, "All right," and he had it. And I, immediately, I was thinking, "This is how they do Phase Four. This is the new, like, main guy for 
phase four. This mm-hmm. is the main like guy everybody's going to center around, and he's going to lead the new Avengers. This this makes total sense. <laughs> and then that should happen. I just went. <laughs> Oh, bullshit. I was so pissed. I was so pissed because I was so happy. Yeah. And it was so – Jake Gyllenhaal killed it with the way he was friendly with him yes, and all exactly. this other shit. And I was just thinking, oh, I can't wait to have Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal as like a main MCU character as the Avenger, one of the Avengers. This is so fucking cool. And like his chemistry is awesome and he's like this – kind of beaten down guy from like you know being the only hero left right. on his planet and his planet got killed but he's he's so hardcore ah, and then awesome and then that should happen i, I was, love the reveal too i was so pissed the camera pans away from the door and you see holograms starting to disappear and it goes to his face and he just has that creepy smile he's like we did it i was so pissed were I you like so, actually like i was pissed as a i was you know i was my immediate thought was they just ruined this movie so you're actually mad at the choice in the movie, not like as a like. Well, I didn't know anything about Mysterio. I it. wanted him to be like the new center Avenger. That's so, so crazy. I was, you're, I was, you're the only person I know who's seen Spider-Man Far From Home who did not know Mysterio was a huge Spider-Man I villain. I don't, I don't know that. So I was thinking, <laughs> I was so happy because the only Spider-Man story arc I knew was Green Goblin. Yeah, that's and uh, that what's his Venom? No, Octopus Guy. Uh, Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Those are the only two story arcs I knew as villains. Mm-hmm. Knew nothing else growing up. Got it. That's all I knew. Only books and comics I read were those two. So, Mysterio, I was sold. Mm. 100%. Too bad. I'm just, I, I was thinking, you know, I would legit, when he was handing over the glasses and, and Mysterio was full on trying to say, no, don't give them to me. I'm not the guy. And then when he finally took it, I, I remember I was in my chair just going, Jake Gyllenhaal's an Avenger, yeah, <laughs> fucking yeah, dude, Mysterio. I think Peter actually says like "Welcome to the Avengers" or whatever. Yeah, and I was so pumped. I was just like, "Yes, woo!" And then that should happen. I got. Ba- I just thought. <laughs> uh, I was so mad because I thought they. <laughs> I didn't know that was. St- I looked it up afterwards, and that's a huge thing of Mysterio, which makes I fine he tricks people. But I thought it was. Like a director's choice for some reason. I was so... I was like, they just ruined this movie. They just ruined this movie. <laughs> it's like they, if you find out Iron Man's a villain. <laughs> yeah, they just ruined an entire possible arc of Mysterio leading the Avengers. I can't believe they did this. You're the only person who thought that. Because <laughs> everybody else, the things start disappearing. And my friend cheered. He's like, oh, I knew it. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I was so... So did you... Oh, disappointed. The, by, by the end of it, that happens, obviously. And then there's like an extra hour of the movie. Yeah. Did... How did you feel after it was all said and done? Were you still like heartbroken? Like <laughs> you mean betrayed? Inc- including the post credit scenes? So, sure, yeah. So well, let me put it this way. The the I didn't like the final fight in a way because I thought it was like e- even Spider-Man says it. He goes, he's just a guy. Like Mysterio? Yeah. He's yeah. just a normal he has no special powers mm-hmm. other than the fact that he's a master manipulator. Exactly. He has, he's the master at mind games. That's it. If I punch him, he he's done. Mm-hmm. So that kind of took the ant. It took kind of took it away from me. But he's I, got a thousand killer drones. Yeah, but at the same time, that kind of took it away from me. I was just okay, whatever. It's gonna be this crazy fight with him versus drones. It's just, I would have preferred if Mysterio was the full-on superhero, like shooting green stuff, and he had to fight him. Yeah. That would have been, mwah, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Um, my favorite part in the whole movie is when he's freaking out with Happy. And on the plane. Yes, and ha- this is the be- the best scene ever. Spoilers. 100%. Oh, I'll put a spoiler in the details, but the best thing ever was when Happy goes, Tony 
did not know what he was doing. Tony questioned himself. No one could every, live up to Tony, not even Tony. Yeah. 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 Nobody. He questioned himself every step of the way. He was a wreck. He he was so nervous and freaked out all the time. And it's because that's the perfect epitome of growing up where as a kid, you have this adult that you look up to as being, you know what you're doing. You're, you're taking care of business and, mm-hmm. and I want to be like that. And I want to be confident, secure and happy just being real with him is just saying, that's, that's not, not how it is. <laughs> and it is at all. Tony was freaking out every second. Tony didn't know what he was doing at all. He questioned himself every step of the way. No, nobody could live up to Tony, not yeah. even Tony. That's, and then the one thing he didn't hesitate on was giving these glasses to you or whatever. It yeah. was like picking you as the yeah. the one to carry on his legacy or whatever. Yeah, and it was just this uh, really cool moment of just we all have had it, especially if you're over a certain age. You, We all have this moment growing up where we realize – Oh, nobody knows what they're doing. Yes. Everybody's freaking out. Everybody's yep. is concerned, anxious, confused, and and just scared. Everyone's just bumbling their way We're through all life, getting including through your parents who raised you. Yeah, and and and, and I can in the way it hit even further. You know what I did the second I got home? Mm-hmm. I YouTubed every scene of Spider-Man and Tony Stark like interacting from the first Spider-Man movie. Yep. Because it's a lot of that. It's a lot of him just being, "I could do it. Trust me. Like I I could do it just like you." And and Tony's like you're a kid. Go to school. <laughs> finish yeah. your homework. Leave this alone. It's fine. And then the beautiful scene when he's yelling at the suit after the ferry. Like, if it, you really cared, you would be, be here. here. And he psh, <laughs> and it opens up. And, and he just, oh, shit. And he like falls back. Oh, my God. And he steps out. It's so good. Spider-Man movies are so good. It's so good. But, it, yeah, it, it hits because it hits on something different than something like Iron Man, which is about understanding your real purpose of work. You know? Mm. It's different. It's different than Thor, which is having to grow up with a, a family legacy and being defined as who you are instead of right. just being yourself. Mm. It hits different than you know. It, it hits because we all go through Spider-Man's journey as a kid, exactly, to becoming yeah. an adult and like, realizing we we don't all go through those other ones. But like no. you understand them. But like Spider-Man is like, oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, you know, like we we none of not a lot of us go through Captain America's experience of having to. To be willing to do the right thing no matter what the right, cost exactly. is. To stand by that conviction of, no, I'm going to do the right thing uh, no matter what it takes. I wonder if that's why I, like, I I really like the Captain America movies. But, like, they were the least impactful to me. Because I feel like when he's at the training camp and he's skinny little Steve Rogers and he jumps on the grenade, I feel like my brain was, uh, like, I am no longer attached to this man. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You run the other way. Right. But I bet you there's a lot of people in the military who would say they know guys who are like that. Mm -hmm. And there are guys who there are people who are like that. Exactly. Who they saw and they're like, yeah, this is my guy. Yeah. Or just think about firefighters who run into burning buildings. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just they 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 do the thing that they need to do to try to do the right thing to save people. Like real heroes. Yeah. It's kind of oh, that's that's a term. That's a term. Sorry. I think we talked about it once. But how I hate how people talk about heroes, mm-hmm. and it's just no firefighters are heroes. Like, exactly, that's like, what I'm like saying. That's a, but people are like, oh, that ath- that athlete's a hero. It's just no, no, that, that athlete did his job. No, no, he went and played a sport. He's <laughs> yeah. not a hero. He might be inspirational. He's yeah. not a hero. The people who put their lives on the line. Yeah, the I people, very seldomly use the word hero. The police officers and ambulance like responders who run into domestic violence disputes mm. to to save people or run into. You know, God knows what kind of situation with an overdose to try to take care of somebody. Like, those people are heroes. Yeah, exactly. Don't call. Not to diminish 
everybody's accomplishments, there's a huge difference. But anyways, yeah. this is a long asterisk. But with with Mysterio, that was such a heartbreak because I didn't know. Oh, and man. it was Poor hook, kid. line, and sinker. You were me. heartbroken just like Peter. Yes. <laughs> when he found out. Yeah, and I was just thinking, oh, come on. Like, you can't do this. You can't get... Anyways. That's so interesting. That I didn't know? Because everybody who knew Mysterio was like, oh, there's the twist. Oh, he is a bad guy. I knew it. He Obviously, he had to be a bad guy. Well, you told me not to research him, so I didn't. Yeah, that's just, you said going blind will be you better. Were, you were my experiment. It, it was <laughs> It was so cool. And oh, my God. Cruel? Cool. Oh, cool. It was so fucking cool. Okay, cool. It was so fucking cool. So ugh, there were so many moments in that movie, too, that were so good. Wait, Phase 4, Phase 4. We got to finish Phase 4. Talk. Phase 4, okay. The next thing they announced, um, TV show for Disney+, Plus: Falcon and Winter Soldier, or The Falcon and The Winter Soldier, um, which is Bucky and Sam teaming up and doing missions together. Oh, yeah, for some reason I thought, I was thinking, but I thought Bucky was Captain America. and then never no, continued. Sam uh, was handed the shield at the end of Endgame. So uh, apparently, so the, what we know about it so far is, oh, uh, Zemo, the bad guy from Civil War, the guy who like manipulates uh, Cap and uh, Iron Man to like fight each other. They he was shown there was a short clip of him. I still haven't seen it, but he has a beard. I don't know how beardly of a beard, and he has like his famous hood from the comics. Like Zemo has this. Like, I hood thought over I thought he head. was killed. He killed himself at nope. the end of Civil War. No, he just uh, he tried to kill himself, but Black Panther grabbed the muzzle of the gun. Remember. Oh, he right, like right, puts right. the gun up to his head and like you hear the shot go off, but then you see that Black Panther's hand is over the end. And he covered it, yeah. Yeah, and then he was like arrested or whatever. So he's gonna be the bad guy in that, which is I think a good bad guy for that, because that's it's not the first time we saw Falcon or Winter Soldier, but and not the first time he's if if Thor shows up, uh I just I watched uh not Drive, what's it called? I think it's not Rush. Rush. Is it Rush? The one with uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth and him? Yeah. Oh, the guy who played Zemo? Oh, interesting. Very good movie. Cool. Yeah, I heard. Very, very it's, good um, movie. It's about a Formula One rivalry back in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, is he like the other guy of the rivalry? He's the, ger- he's the German driver. Got and it. Chris is the he's British driver. He's a great driver. actor. He's... He was in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yep. He was like the movie star. Yep. That falls in love with the movie very good. owner later. He's very good. Continue. Continue. That so, is going to be in fall 2020. Black Widow is going to be in May 2020. So that's what we know so far. Okay. Quite quite a long drought for Marvel stuff. Like I think it's on purpose. Yeah. I think it's on purpose to just say, look, we just did the biggest thing let's, in cinema history. Let's take a breather. Let's let the audience re- like come up for air. Yeah. And then we'll just be like, oh, look, there's a carrot out there. Go get Ooh. the carrot. Ooh. <laughs> it's just, you go. Yeah. W- let us warm up with Black Widow. It's probably going to be a smaller but at that, the box office. That's probably why Black Widow is the refresh. It's literally a refresh. It's We're going to give the audience time off yeah. from our brand because guess what? Our real brand is Disney. And guess what's coming out? Star Wars. So we don't need to worry about this year. That's let's true. They focus. do have Star Wars this year. Holy let's shit. Get, yeah. Let's get people off of Marvel. And that way when we put it back out, they get immediately the nostalgia comes back and yeah. then the craving comes back. We hit them with Black Widow, which brings everybody back up to speed in case they forgot from the past 10 months of yeah. being absent. And the next thing you know, we slam them down. I feel like Black Widow is going to be like previously on Marvel movies. That's kind of what it's going to be, I think. Because <laughs> it's going to 
supposedly i still don't know if this is true but it's going to take place through a bunch of years yeah it's probably going to be a bunch of times i bet you that's why that's the st- that's what their mind is f- that's what the direction is for black widow yeah because they're just really cool they're just lighting the candles before they lay the pipe and then they're just gonna <laughs> oh my god <laughs> dude because it's gonna be a dick down of mcu stuff for the rest of that year yes like continue. starting with <laughs> November 6th, 2020, The Eternals, uh, which I don't know jack shit Neither about. Neither do I. Neither do but I. But they are from outer space, and they're they're aliens. Like, they're not... Like they, Asgardians? They look very human. Yeah, like Asgard. They look very human. Um, I think Thanos has something to do with The Eternals. So is like, going to be a... Th- he's not an Eternal, but... So are these movies taking place after Endgame or no? Black Widow, uh, we Black know Widow, no. Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm pretty sure yes. I'm almost positive yes. The Eternals, probably yes. Okay. Um, really cool cast for that. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Insane that they got her. So, yeah. Hey, don't you mean a superhero movie? Um, no. You want this much money? Because <laughs> we're Marvel now. And you have 12 kids? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> we'll give you this much money and another kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, we'll do it. Uh, Richard Madden, who plays Rob Stark on Game of Thrones. Don't know him, but okay. Selma Hayek, who's playing the leader of the Eternals. <laughs> uh, Dubs just gestured like he has large breasts. Uh, Selma Hayek, who's playing the leader of the Eternals, who in the comics is a dude. So gender swap on that. Okay, cool. Interesting. Cool. Uh neckbeards are already enraged by that so i love it uh kumail nanjiani uh the indian guy from oh yes the big sick yeah I know uh, him. silicon I know him. valley is I'm he sorry. a hero he's a superhero he's one of the eternals <laughs> okay. uh uh i don't remember his name he's one of the guys with three names and they're always hard to remember uh michael david tyree his last name is tyree okay i know that okay um and a kid i forget the kid's name one of the characters is deaf so that's pretty cool first deaf superhero in the mcu told my dad about that my dad's deaf pretty excited about that i don't know what it's about so now are you gonna keep it it that way or are you gonna do usual binge of i'll probably like i want to know what i'm getting into or i I can't i can't have that mysterium moment in the theater i'd be so embarrassed why (laughs) i don't know it feels so good uh, because you fall, f- you, you you go through the movie the way it's on it's paper is supposed to be intended. Yeah. Let's let's pretend these people have never heard of these characters. Like for example, in Endgame, when it was just oh my god, Tony's about to die in the spaceship from the very beginning. Yeah. Or oh my god, they killed Thanos. There was no more Thanos. Like, yeah. I hook line and sinker over here, man. Just yeah. like I went with this arc that they put out on paper. Yeah. And I, I went with it. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I'm like not interested. I'm going to watch it because I have to because I have to watch everything Marvel ever does. Right. Uh, Besides the TV shows. But um, well, not the Disney Plus TV shows. That's what I was going to ask. The Netflix ones and stupid Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's what I was going to ask. But I'm going to be all about the Disney Plus. Oh, hell yeah. Now, why is that? What are they showing? Continue with your phase four. uh, Phase four, uh, February 2021. This neat little movie by the sounds of it. Shang Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. <laughs> We've talked enough about that, so we yeah, can move on. Move on. High level black belt. Spring, <laughs> spring 2021. Still can't believe this is the name of this fucking show. Disney Plus show called WandaVision. 
that's about Scarlet Witch and Vision that takes place after Endgame. Uh, I'll remind you real quick. Vision died at the end no. of Infinity War yeah, and did no, not come I'm, back. I remember. I remember. Um, so don't know what that's about. Well, technically, if you remember from Infinity War, I forget her name. She said that, be, or uh, technically Bruce said it, his subset routines are just an algorithm built up of AIs. So they could rebuild him. So technically he's he, a program. He won't be full vision again because he, he won't have the Mind Stone. He won't have the Mind Stone. But technically they were trying to download vision before they took out the stone. Exactly, which we don't know if they accomplished or not. From the sounds of it, they didn't because I remember when T'Challa was saying, was asking Yuri, was it Yuri or Suri? Shuri. Shuri going, hey, you done yet? She goes, I like just started. Yeah. Like, you might want to pick How up. How much more time do you need? As much as you can give me. Yeah. I think that was the last that was mentioned of her progress. I barely begun, that. brother. Yeah. And he was saying, oh, <laughs> you might want to pick up the pace. <laughs> just, yeah. It's just while they're, while they're fighting. So it by the sounds of it, it wasn't. Yeah. Done. So who knows? We we don't know. But uh, we don't know what that show's going to be about. I don't know if they said at all. But it's a show. A TV show on Disney Plus. Okay. The uh, logo for it also looks very like. 80s, 90s. No, the font. It's like very 50s almost. It looks like the the Thunderbird logo on like the back of a car. Like, do you see that with like yeah. the wavy line? It looks like like a diner font. And that's going to be a, that's that's post Endgame, post Endgame. Okay. Uh, although we don't know if there will be time travel. The next one, I'm genuinely very excited about. Uh, May seventh, twenty twenty one. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness sounds like a fucking carnival ride, and I am so excited. Not and the or Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness. In the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I bet you that plays into the effects of what they did in Endgame. Possibly. Yeah, because they, they that that basically confirms that there is a multiverse in the MCU. And that also confirms that they fucked with something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which the only thing we've seen is Endgame. Which so. is yeah, which is so great because like how great is it that like these twenty two movies were all culminating to this, but then this movie also cause the events that's going to do like the next wave right. that's so cool right. to me. like it's going to affect guardians of the galaxy 3 because they brought back 2014 gamora who's a different gamora than the one who died right so that's one effect of the multiverse uh one that'll come up later is that when they were trying to steal the tesseract back from the avengers one era uh and loki grabbed it and zooped away that confirm okay let me just move on oh actually perfect oh hold on no doctor strange in the multiverse of madness we have uh two characters who are confirmed through this movie one doctor strange no brainer two scarlet witch wanda maximoff like it's gonna be a movie about those two people which who boy because scarlet witch is crazy powerful which they haven't really shown yet in the mcu yeah they did She's well, the like only when one she, that can kill and it, she, she only one that can destroy, physically destroy an infinity stone. Yeah, and she beats and she the shit almost, out of she almost rips Thanos limb from limb, yeah. fiber from fiber. Okay, so yes, she's like, there is an event in uh, the X Men comics where she changes the world, like she alters the universe. Who's stronger, her or Dark Phoenix? That's yeah, that yes, <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's very exciting. And, like, multiverse, 
of madness. Like those are two very exciting words to have in a Doctor Strange thing. They also confirmed it's PG-13, but it is going to be the MCU's first horror movie. It's still going to have they said it's still going to have the charm and the humor of the MCU, but it will be the first movie that is like definitely scary in tone. <sighs> Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, spooky. Okay. Sign me up. And that campy ass title. You know what's going to be funny? Hmm? If there's a multiverse and then somehow RDJ gets signed for just a few appearances. Uh, no, I think he is so done. He done, is done. sprinting away from the MCU. You think so? Yeah, he said it was so hard to keep that up. I don't know if he means like the lifestyle because Disney probably was like, you cannot do these, 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 these things in your life or you will be fired from and Iron Man. you need to Man. fly to these, 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 these. You need to do, do all these, events. these press junkets. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably very exhausting not just to play Iron Man, although probably for some parts um but just like all the what well, being extra yeah. work that comes with it yeah all right so multiverse confirmed next thing spring 2021 disney plus show loki this that one i'm excited cool. for i am not excited for the logo for it and i'll show you in a bit <laughs> but it confirms that it is it stars the Loki that grabbed the Tesseract and zooped away. It is that Loki. What's his name? Tom Hiddleston? Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Right. Uh, just fucking with events throughout history, which but, is so cool. But why? Who knows? He's Loki. He's a shithead. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. He's the master of uh, illusion. No, he's the master. He's the of, trickster god. He's the god of mischief. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he can make himself look like other people. Imagine he if he has partnered the up with Mysterio. Ooh, that'd be Ooh. that'd be bad. Oh, uh, be bad. quick back to Spider Man. I'm 95 percent sure Mysterio is not dead. There are so many hints. There's the uh, when um, when he dies and it shows that bald guy who works for him, the one he got yelled at by Obadiah yeah. Stane back in Iron Man One. Yeah. Uh, he you see that thing on his phone like downloading zero hundred percent. Above that, it says 50 active drones right before Peter says, uh, is this is this real? And uh, Edith says, all illusions are down. I think they had 50 drones that were not part of the Edith network creating the illusion that Mysterio is dead. We never saw like a coroner come. We never saw But he anything. punched him. Yeah. Doesn't mean he died. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? But like, wouldn't it be more interesting if he was so good at illusions even his death was an illusion and we know they'll totally like explain their shit out of it right but that's what i thought from the second ending what of spider-man like the second the post the, the the first post-credit scene the oh i'm sorry yeah the first one the yeah first one yeah which ugh, jk simmons is back as jay jones that that how, was how good must it feel to be jk simmons like I was so good at playing this character that they can't even cast anybody they, else. There's nobody else to cast. And <laughs> yeah. you know what I thought? I thought it was beautiful that they did it because for a second, I forgot that it was, I forgot it was him from the original movies. Yeah. I just remember going, oh yeah, that's, yeah, of course. Cool. He, he's always after Spider-Man. Yeah, and I just went, wait a minute. Oh wait, wait. A minute. <laughs> he's not in this universe yet, yeah. but now he is. Oh yeah. my God. I just went, oh my God. And then I went, oh, what an homage. That's so yeah. sick. They brought him back for this. And he's totally going to be like a big character in the third one. We know it now. Well, he's a big character in the Spider-Man universe. Yeah, huge. He's it's huge. shocking that they haven't mentioned him through two entire movies. And besides now the end credits. they did. Yes. And that brought me right back into just the world of just only Spider-Man's oh, Spider world. 
Yeah. But I've never I never read anything in Spider Man up to a point where his identity gets that compromised. Right. So I did, uh, I don't know if that's an actual storyline or they just made that up. One storyline where that does happen is Civil War when he is on the side of Iron Man, just like in the movie Civil War. But it's like the rule. It wasn't the Sokovia Accords, I don't think. But the the government was trying to be like, hey, we we want you guys, but we, you need to follow our rules. Um, he announces his identity on live TV. Like he goes up on a podium as Spider-Man and like takes off his mask. He goes, my name is Peter Parker. I fully support these things. Like I oh, want to okay. do it right. Right. Things like that. So like his identity gets compromised on purpose. And like I don't remember if it has any huge negative repercussions. But look at this <laughs> goddamn logo it's a fucking mess of what is it called loki vision loki just loki just loki uh each letter in loki is a completely different font <laughs> it's like a the marvel font and then like an old victorian o and then like this weird like so he's hopping through time he's hopping through time he's doing a bunch of different shit i totally get the logo but boy that's ugly the tesseract is really what stone space so he can teleport gotcha um but I, I'm assuming he's going to time travel because that looks like time travel. Oh, speaking of, did you know in Ragnarok, the uh, Infinity Gauntlet is in the basement? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, she uh, she like pushes it over and she's like, fake. Yeah. Uh, and it was, they walk past it, I think, in Thor 1 or 2. Like, it's in that same thing, but it's blurry and it's in the background. But you can see that it is a gold glove with six glowing dots on yeah. it. And they like walk past it. And that's when people are like, oh, the Infinity Stone is in Asgard. And then they had to retcon it to be like, no, 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 Thanos, Thanos builds one and collects all the stones one by one. Yeah. So that's why she was like fake. Yeah. Because that would have been such a weird thing if they're like, but what about the one in Asgard? Was yeah, there another exactly. one? So Loki. Loki. That's going to be fun. That's a show. That's a show. Probably each episode is him fucking with a different thing. Um, so that's going to be fun. The next one is, I think, going to be similar in tone, but it's animated the first animated thing in the mcu and it looks like it's gonna be cartoon animated not like uh like 3d animated like pixar it's gonna be more like, like old disney. Animated? maybe um but we'll see okay it's called what if and it's pretty cool it's in like the marvel studios logo uh it's down here at the bottom of my screen yeah i see it, I see it. um and it's uh so far the only cast member is jeffrey wright who is the uh, the black guy in Westworld? Did you watch Westworld? Yes. Um, he's uh, Bernard. With he's balding yeah. and he has glasses and yeah. beard. Uh, he is the narrator, and it's going to be a show. Each episode is going to be like, "What if this happened in the MCU? What if this happened in the MCU?" I think they said episode one is going to be, "What if Howard Stark back in the '40s, Tony's dad, made an Iron Man type suit and gave it to Steve Rogers, and Steve Rogers was like." Captain America Iron Man so that's episode this doesn't one. interest me at all episode two is going to be what if uh, Peggy Carter uh, was given the Iron the Captain America serum and she was like Captain Britain or whatever it could be cool if they do I think more interesting things than that but I just don't care about like what ifs is basically this podcast we could just talk about oh, yeah but that's that's interesting like, we just did it oh what what if hella fought thanos like yeah cool. exactly that that's could an be episode. an episode right Done. there <laughs> cool i mean i guess i guess it's cool if they answered some things like that i don't think well yeah i mean i think so far with those two it doesn't seem like that's the point it's just what if this crazy thing happened that has yeah. no consequence on the mcu but if they do something where like what if this major event from the mcu went the other way like what would have transpired 
That could be interesting. It, it's going to be fun regardless, yes. and it's a TV yeah. show. You don't have to watch it, Dubs, okay? I, I won't. I won't. I won't. Summer 2021, by the way. Okay. Next, fall 2021. 2021 is the year of TV shows, by the way, because it's another TV show. It's called Hawkeye, uh, and it's just uh, Hawkeye and his uh is it protege. an origin origin thing or not origin a... i think it's uh it's gonna talk about his events in endgame like as ronin like where he was bad guy hawkeye samurai sword hawkeye. or was he bad guy but he was not bad guy <laughs> just because you're a bad guy does not mean you're a bad guy <laughs> uh yeah right? yeah the, the I, someone i think at one point will say it to him and it might be zangief we don't know um, but also it'll be about him teaching his protege who I forget her name. His daughter. No, not his daughter. Somebody else who, no, never mind. I don't, just somebody else. Just a girl who's like an older teenager and becomes Hawkeye. They could make it in the MCU, so it is his daughter. But she has a specific name in the comics. Uh, also a cool thing about that, the logo for it looks kind of like a spy thing from the 60s as that kind of vibe yeah but that is the exact logo from one of the comic books about hawkeye that's a very oh. famous story from the comic books so i might yeah. pick that story up and just read it to see like maybe if they're going to be getting inspiration to it and dubs here's the movie that i'm really excited to talk to you about and i already mentioned it earlier november 2021 thor love and thunder <laughs> oh my god i just i love saying it Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Why? What do you want to talk about? We don't know what it's about. We don't know what it's about, but we saw that logo, and it is fucking glorious. It looks like an 80s metal album cover. It's pretty badass. It looks like uh, like the heavy metal, like the comic books slash animated movie that they made. It looks like a Megadeth album. Like yeah, it's, it looks so just 80s. Yeah. It looks like fantasy heavy metal album. Oh, it looks so good. Directed by Taika Waititi again, because he... like. So basically, Chris Hemsworth, I think we talked about this on the podcast. Wanted he to was do a sick of art. playing that yeah. type of Thor. Serious Thor. He, yeah, exactly. Ooh, uh, <laughs> does mother know doth wear her drapes? Um, so like that whole storyline that they did in Ragnarok and then Infinity War and then Endgame is I love it already. <laughs> like yeah. he loses everybody in Ragnarok. He, and he was like funny in Ragnarok and then he loses everybody. And then in Infinity War, he's just dealing with loss. And then it's like Infinity War is pretty much the director's even said this. It's Thor's story up until the very end. But he's he also doesn't he's, kill Thanos. He's also kind of funny, too, in a way. Yeah. You yeah. Know? He's funny now. Like right. Thor Ragnarok, I would consider one of the MCU comedy movies like Guardians of the Galaxy one or two are comedies. Spider-Man Homecoming, I thought was a comedy. Yeah. Um and Thor Ragnarok is hilarious. There are so yeah. many times he's, he's not a super serious exactly guy anymore, oh, which, and I loved it. Nice. Yeah, and like Ragnarok also did like the Thor mythos really well, like Asgard and Ragnarok and Fenrir and Hela and stuff like that. Um, but then he's doing like this whole new arc about you mentioned it earlier, like stop being who you're supposed to be and stop trying to be who you think you're supposed to be and be who you're meant to be or whatever. Well, that's what his mom says in Endgame. Yeah. And she, that's, she says like, stop worrying about being what everybody expects you to be. Yes, exactly. Just be you. Yeah, exactly. Just be yourself, which that's, we saw that. And then he, well, he doesn't even get the ether back. Rocket gets it. They go back, they fight. He becomes badass, <laughs> like Norse God. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and then that like that's it we see him fly away with the guardians so like that's his arc now like he's now what be who you're supposed to be what was the end of why was he going with the, i forgot what the because he's just going to find himself now no but what was the explanation for why thor was getting on the ship with them he is going to find himself is that what he said yeah he's like uh he because he was talking to valkyrie up at the top of the mountain over New Asgard. How, how you're the, you're going to rule this now. So what are you going to do now, king? Uh, it's not me. You were always meant to rule them, blah, blah, blah. King, you're the king now. Yeah. Which I always thought that it was cool that he made Valkyrie the king. Yeah. Um, That's pretty badass. And then he... Uh, he he's like plus i've got a i've got a ride i'm i, I think he said like i'm going to he pre- basically said i'm going to go find myself i don't know the exact line but end game comes out on digital on july 30th um and then like 2 weeks later on blu-ray i'm going to get it on blu-ray cuz there's a ton of special features on the blu-ray um yeah he's just going to go find himself i was really hoping for guardians of the galaxy 3 to come out next so we could just see thor with the guardians but thor comes out first Thor, Love and Thunder. Really? So Guardians out. 3 doesn't come out for a while. While. Two it's, years? It's phase five. It got pushed back because James Gunn got fired and then they didn't really know what to do with it. And then he's DC back. picked him up for DC Suicide Squad. Him up, so he has to finish Suicide Squad and then he's going to start working on Guardians 3. You know what DC needs to do to, to, to fix Suicide Squad? Because mm-hmm. they're trying to copy Marvel? Yeah. Just go JJ. Just get JJ Abrams. For Suicide Squad? Yeah. He's not right for Suicide Squad. You know who is right for Suicide Squad? James Gunn. <laughs> so I'm ready for no, whatever because, they do. Because then it's them just trying to make a, a, a Marvel style superhero, everybody together, funny but serious with action scene movie, instead of like JJ save us. Yeah. You know what I mean? JJ can't save everybody though. Yes, he can. His, his saviorness ship needs to be special. Like, okay, save Star Trek and save Star Wars. Save the oh, hyper true. nerds. <laughs> true, true. I mean, he's doing it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited for episode nine. Yes. So Thor Love and Thunder, I haven't even said what they confirmed. Taika Waititi is back. Chris Hemsworth is back. Um, Taika Waititi said, we are, um, this is going to be heavily inspired by the storyline, The Mighty Thor, uh, which I didn't really know what that was, but it sounds cool. Uh, Apparently it's when Jane, 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 the Natalie Portman character. Yeah, Jane. Jane is dying of cancer and becomes worthy to wield Mjolnir. And she does. But every time she does, she becomes Thor. Like, she, she becomes what? Thor is not a title. Thor is the name of a person. Yeah, that's, that's why like I always saying, thought it was weird. Oh, Jane becomes Peter Parker. It's like, wait, what? It's like, Jane becomes Tony Stark. Wait, what? So in this storyline, Thor is a title. So Thor, son of Odinheim, that's so name and I, do, so, I don't know. I so don't know. <laughs> what is his real name then? If it's not Thor, are they going to call him Chris? <laughs> Just oh, you no longer have Monier, so now you're Chris. Like okay, I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Chris of Asgard. Chris of Asgard. Yeah, I don't know. I would then love he, it. Then he gets the hammer and he goes, "Nope, I'm Thor. Son I'm of Thor Odenheim. now. I'm Thor. Thor, son of Odinheim. Like that's not what it is. That's why like I everybody kept saying like, oh, it's a it's a it's Jane Thor. It's Jane becomes a female Thor. It's like, yeah, that's cool. As I, I like it, I think it's gonna be fucking badass. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that you're treating Thor as like a designation of something when yeah. Thor is already a person, right? Like, like uh, if Thor is the name of somebody. It's, yeah, it's it's not. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Like why that is. And I so I heard this. Taika's into it. 
I'm into it. I heard it was a huge thing. It was a huge deal when that came out a while ago because neckbeards back in the day were like, ah, you can't have female Thor. Yeah, right. Thor, Thor is a name, not a title. Yeah. Um, but like more upset about the fact that it's a girl. Yeah. Like if you made her her own superhero who retains similar powers to Thor. Yeah. And becomes and she tr- actually has some kind of tie into whatever Asgardian bloodline that allows them to be to become gods, literal right. gods. I don't care about that's awesome. Yeah. I care about the fact that that's what it that's what it literally sounds like to me when you say, "Oh, she becomes like Jane. She becomes female Thor. She becomes Jane Thor." It's just, yeah. It's literally like you, me hearing you hearing me say, "Oh, that's that's uh, Jane becomes uh, Peter Parker." Mm-hmm. It's just what, it's just yeah. She becomes Peter Parker. Well, Peter's a per- you mean Spider Man with yeah. his special abilities? No, Peter Parker. It's just right. But, yeah, it's, I'm it's really weird. confused by what you're saying. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm confused yeah i love the fact that she's going to be a superhero i don't like the fact that you're just using the name of somebody as a title of something yeah if she was some kind of asgardian warrior like like i had like, like her own name. valkyrie right yeah like she's not called valkyrie yeah she is a valkyrie yeah exactly right like that's but like also that her sense. name is valkyrie in the in the movies like they call her valkyrie she does not have a, a name they haven't besides like junker q2688 or whatever oh they call her. right right but she is a valkyrie and they designated the fact that valkyrie was a warrior class yes it was an elite warrior but i think class. the fact that she's the only valkyrie is why they just call her valkyrie exactly yeah. but that would make more sense but that's yeah. not how it is with thor, thor exactly is... no i completely agree with you and i don't have an answer for you okay, but okay i'm sorry i okay. will look it up <laughs> okay. jane foster is her name yes but anyway so Inspired by that, I picked up the comic, the oh, Mighty nice. Thor Volume One. There's five volumes. They're twenty bucks did a you, pop. Quick side note: not to, we're not sponsored by this, but did you know that there's an MCU app? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have every single comic of every Marvel. single book. Yeah. Oh, I'm seeing Marvel. Marvel. Every single. Yeah, insane. It's like ten bucks a month or whatever. Yeah, I might do that on my iPad for the other. You can all. No, it's not just Marvel. It's Star Wars. It's oh, shit. every single piece of property that disney owns that's a comic book Ooh, you can access interesting it's insane every book oh yeah because i think so i don't know if marvel marvel comics i don't think is owned by disney i think that marvel studios is owned by disney and marvel comics bought i think it's dark horse who made star wars so i think that's why okay. it's all there okay so anyways like, dark horse comics that make star wars comics and Marvel comics are not owned by Disney, I don't think. But I'm not positive about that. But mm-hmm. I am going to... I wanted the first issue because it's such a badass-looking uh, cover. And, like, I want to, like, display that. Like, that's going to be facing forward on my bookshelf. But, for like, for the other ones, I don't really care. Okay. But they also... I was looking up uh, Fat Thor, which the MCU is officially calling Bro Thor. Right. Like, uh, like the, uh, behind the, one of the behind-the-scenes thing in the Blu-ray for Endgame, they already announced what is going to come with the Blu-ray. Uh the making of bro thor i'm like no we've been calling him fat thor for months no such a good name bro thor is kind of funny bro thor is good though um but i i was i loved fat thor bro thor and i was like looking up like where did this come from how did they come up with this idea and they really didn't and people said the closest thing to it is when thor becomes war thor uh he's like not an official name but that was like the the nickname given to him and he does that in issue three of the Mighty Thor because I think he becomes unworthy during the Mighty Thor storyline when Jane becomes worthy. 
Any, oh, anyway, so she's dying of cancer. She's going through chemo, and it sucks. And I already read a couple pages, and it's basically just about how much chemo sucks. Um, and when she wields Mjolnir, she stops becoming, like, little scraggly, bald chemo patient and becomes, like, jacked, like, flowing blonde hair. I'm super excited for a super jacked Natalie Portman. Yes. That's going to be so cool to <laughs> if see. If they do it, like, they might pull a Gal Gadot Wonder Woman and just be like, it's a hot fit wonder woman but not like a jacked wonder woman i want to, i think it would be funny to see because natalie portman's so small yeah exactly to see, like she's and, like a she's a ballerina and she <laughs> yeah and she has to work out and she packs on 40 pounds of muscle oh and God. then she just looks like a bodybuilder yes just, ah, just oh man i can't so cool. wait um but anyway each time she picks up mjolnir and becomes female thor right she basically erases all of her chemo progress so she, it's like killing her to, to be keep Thor. being Thor. That is so interesting to me. And That's so really interesting cool. because somebody made a point at work. Uh, and I think I think it was my friend Matt. Um, the ether. Yeah. It didn't kill her. Yeah. She was able to withstand the power of the ether. What if it gives her cancer? I'm not saying it doesn't. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Because my point was the bloodline stuff. Right. I to, to I. I guess you're right. I guess it doesn't matter because if you're worthy, you can use it. Right. Yeah. Right. He says whoever is, whoever wields this hammer, should they be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. So, like, does that that's, make it a title? I like. That's a good point because Cap. D- so in yes, exactly. So in the end of Endgame, but Cap was Captain become, America Thor. He doesn't become Thor. Yeah, and he also like didn't change his appearance at no. all. He was just Captain America wielding Mjolnir. Who knows? Just he could use it. That's why it brings me <clears throat> so good. I know. Oh, Have you seen oh. the the cuts? So like Endgame leaked all right, like on uh, pirating websites. So people are taking scenes from it and like splicing them up to make them like interesting fan made things. And people are intersplicing the scene of Odin whispering that into the hammer to the scene of Cap picking him up. Oh, it's so good. It's so juicy. <laughs> but but that goes back to my point about just the understanding of. Worthy the power of Thor, or yeah. worthy of Odinheim, or, or yeah, you know what I mean. Just like what does he does he say Thor? Yeah, the, I just said exactly what he said. Like whoever whoever wields this hammer, should they be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. That is a degree, famous inscription. It's degree, in the comics and the movies. To a degree, Captain America does. Because he immediately knows how to wield fucking lightning. That's true. <laughs> a lot of theories are. Since he, like, when he wiggled it in uh, Age of Ultron, the second one, I think he was, like, fake lifting it, but, like, faked a little too much. And, like, he could, if he wanted to, he could just lift it off the table. But I think he didn't want it to be known that he can do it. Uh, and, like, you could even see Thor look super worried when yeah, he saw Thor it wiggle. Yeah. People are like, what if, like, when Thor wasn't <laughs> looking or when Thor was taking naps, Cap was just practicing with it? Like he was trying to do the Thor moves like that spin and uppercut thing and he was practicing lightning. But I prefer your theory that you just said if like he just boop. You it's, are worthy, you picked it up, you know all these moves. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it's now a part of you. You whoa, can yeah. I know Kung Fu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just Yeah. Yeah. So that makes more sense. So, I, I like that. So more. now I'm I'm more I'm most interested about that movie just to understand the explanation like of, the mechanics of the mechanics of, the of thor of, yeah. of of just so once thor is unworthy is he no longer thor yeah who knows is so, he now chris yeah yeah i don't know 
God, I hope they just call him Chris because A, his name is Chris Hemsworth. B, my name is Chris. And I like me some Thor. And that would be hilarious if it was just, it's Chris Pratt and him and Pratt and or Star-Lord just goes, so uh, what happened to uh, all the power stuff? Yep. Like, you still got the power gut. We like that. We like yeah. that. But what, what happened to everything else? He goes, I I don't know. I, I, I can't control yeah. anything anymore. What happened? It's just... I don't know. I mean, maybe all the beer you've been drinking is doing something to your lightning stuff. I, I don't know what's going on. It's just <laughs> Which is so funny, too, because uh, when Chris Pratt, he was in Parks and Rec, he played Andy, who was like chubby. Like, yes. He was basically bro Thor sized. Yeah. Probably not that fat. But um, when he started filming Guardians of the Galaxy, he got jacked. Super, super And fit, in between yeah. seasons five and six of parks and rec he lost a ton of weight and got jacked and there was one little throwaway line where him and ben from parks and rec are walking together he goes yeah so i just uh i stopped drinking beer and he goes are you how much weight do you use like 50 pounds all i had to do is stop drinking beer so like andy dwyer stopped drinking beer to become star lord shaped and thor drank a bunch of beer to become andy dwyer shaped right uh side note did you know uh uh, uh, Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. fucking, oh my god, he. Uh, do you know how in shape he really is? No, he didn't Murph. Uh, uh, what? Do you know what Murph is? No. Uh, so Murph is. Uh, it's, uh you know CrossFit, right? I've heard of it. You've I heard of it. So I want to do it. <laughs> so Murph is a specific workout done. I believe it's on. Memorial Day mm-hmm. or July 4th. I forget which one. It's on a very patriotic holiday. And it's done in honor of a uh, Navy SEAL whose last name was Murph. Okay. And it was because I believe Murph died saving his platoon. Mm-hmm. Or saving, yeah, I believe it was saving his, his platoon. And so, uh, in memory of, Na- no, I'm sorry. In memory of Navy Lieutenant Michael Murphy, 29, of New York, he was who was killed in Afghanistan in June 20th, 2005. Uh, this was one of his favorite workouts, and he named it Body Armor. But they changed that name to Murph in honor of him for dying for his country. Mm-hmm. So here's Murph. Um, <laughs> you do one mile run, okay, a hundred pull ups, two hundred push ups, in a row. Yep, three hundred squats, another mile run, and you do this all with a twenty pound vest. Or if you're in the military, you put on a full body armor. You suit up like you're going out. Jeez. That's that's Murph. (laughs) Yeah. That's insane just me looking at it. (laughs) I just feel like I got to work out by listening to it. A hundred pull-ups. Yeah, I can't do do one. I can do 40 right now. 40? 40. Yeah. Four zero. And I'm blown out for three days. Like my back is done. (laughs) Jesus. They're doing a hundred with 20 pounds at least. Ooh, nice wallpaper. Oh, thank you. Cute puppy. Family dog. Nice. But Chris Pratt does Murph. Like that's his workout. He posted a video and just said, Hey guys, make sure you're doing Murph today. I'm doing my Murph. You do yours. Like, let's do this in honor of our, of our veterans. So just the fact that he can do that, regardless of how often he does that. Yes. Jeez. That's, I mean, yeah, there was that scene in the first Guardians when he's getting, like, hosed down with orange shit. We're like, whoa, this isn't Andy Dwyer anymore. <laughs> it's That's an insane – that's an elite level. That That's that's a legendary workout in the world of CrossFit. That's, it's just, that oh, my so God, guys, crazy. we're doing Murph. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, we're going to fucking do Murph? Yeah. Just, yes, we're doing Murph. It's, it's time. We have to do Murph. 
Imagine being told, hey, you're this goofy fat guy that people love on TV and you voiced the dude from the Lego movie when you were still just a goofy fat guy in a booth who played a toy. We think you're perfect for the superhero, but he's jacked. <laughs> and we're going to pay you more money. Uh, we're going to pay you a number of money that you haven't even heard of this number before. But you need to... <laughs> your your new life is working out. We need you to look like The Rock. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, just okay. Okay. And he did. And he And now it. he's a huge movie star. He is, I would say, an A-list movie star at this point. He is, but... 100%. That's... So, I... Like, the, it's it's easy to be in shape for bodybuilder... Well, it's not easy to be in shape. But it's more attainable for that kind of sculpting of your physique. Yeah. It's... I'm Like, stuff like CrossFit is designed to kill your body. Yeah. <laughs> Because the more muscle fibers you rip, yeah, the, of course, the more they build. Yeah, but it's not the same way of like I'm doing five sets of twelve reps of, and then I'm doing a drop set. You know, I'm not doing a like th- like a three rep max like day on bench and squat and deads. Mm-hmm. It like stuff stuff like Murph is just you're gonna die. <laughs> Go run a mile with an extra twenty five pounds on. Do a hundred so pull ups. The mile is like at that point. Why not just be like run ten miles. <laughs> I don't know. It's run a mile. I think I like it's, it's just. I it's think not, it's. A, I think it's. A, it's like for time. I think you run your mile as fast as possible. Oh, okay. With twenty five pounds. Sprint a on. mile. Yeah, sprint a mile. Hundred push ups. Two hundred. Uh, hundred pull ups. Two hundred push ups. Three hundred squats. Ugh. Another mile for time. After doing all that shit. After with doing an, all those squats. With an extra twenty five plus pounds on your body from a vest. That's crazy. It. It's. That's a different thing. And I'm not taking anything away from bodybuilders. Because bodybuilders, in my opinion, spend more time on fitness than CrossFitters do. Mm-hmm. Just because the time it takes to really work. Because they'll work just one muscle. Right, exactly. Like, I just need this part to pop. So yeah. they'll spend whole cycles of days Yeah, to get that to sculpt a certain way. That's crazy. It takes, yeah, it's insane that they can do that. That like, CrossFitters don't spend a lot of time. But like, that's insane shit. That's more like CrossFit, right? That is CrossFit. Like, we're, uh, kill time. We're going to kill you now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Anyways, enough fawning over Chris Pratt's muscular body. couple more things about Thor. Yes. 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 I think you, it sounds like you already know this. Natalie Portman is back. I love that. Which is crazy because she, that. like, broke up with Marvel. Did she or did Marvel just not have plans for her for the movies and just say, we don't need you right now? I think it was a semi-amicable. She's like, I don't like the direction you guys are going with this. I th- I'm pretty sure part of it was like not enough female representation. I'm tired of being the damsel in distress who needs help. A damsel in distress is a term that I have heard re- in relation that to she her. said. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Look at the role she's played before. Exactly, she's not a. And she's now, not the one to play a meek female role. Exactly. I feel like she got a call from Taika, and she's like, "I want you. I would like you to be Thor. I can't do a New Zealand accent. Uh, you were close. Keep you're going. you're gonna be Thor now." And she's like, "Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I'll meet you at Comic-Con. Because yeah. she came out on stage and people, it was one of those everybody go nuts thing. And Taika Waititi had a Mjolnir, like a really good prop Mjolnir. And he like bowed in front of her and like gave it to her. And she like lifted it up above her hand. And people were going fucking berserk. It was great. I saw that clip. Um, oh, and then uh, Tessa Thompson was out there, Valkyrie. Uh, And they were talking about she's going to be in the movie. And as the new king of Asgard, Valkyrie needs to find her queen. 
and people went crazy about that. Oh, which fancy, is fancy. pretty cool. I also saw a great thing on uh, on the Marvel subreddit of it was that scene of like all the girls charging an Endgame, <laughs> and it was like Valkyrie was like she looking down at the girls and it's like Valkyrie choosing her queen. <laughs> That's a, that's a that's a cool twist. Very cool. That's a cool twist. There was a deleted scene in Ragnarok where she was coming out of a room or someone was going into her room and like a girl was leaving a room. So like she was supposed to be gay, but like it just didn't fit the story then. But like this, they're like writing into the story. So the fact that that's they cool. said that like these two things, Natalie Portman, Thor, Valkyrie gay. Like that like, is what are, the movie is cool, going to be. I about. like those twists. Yeah. I, think, I think those are really cool twists. So excited. And like just... The title, Love and Thunder, what does that mean? I don't know. Sign me up anyway. What if it's the Foster? Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of my coworkers says, what if it's some dumb bullshit? Like, Thor is the god of thunder. Jane is the god of love. It's like, <laughs> 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 Yeah, you're right. That is some dumb bullshit. Marvel, if you're listening, which I know you are, please don't. <laughs> don't do that. Please don't do that. Please this don't episode that. is sponsored by Don't Do That. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, and then... They wrapped it up by saying uh, there's one other character, there's one other person joining the MCU I'd like to bring out who was already in the Marvel show. They brought up Mahershala Ali, who was the bad guy at the beginning of Luke Cage season one. Oh, uh, yes, yes. He yes. was in the Green Book. He was oh, like the main character I remember in the Green Book. this. I know what you're going to say. And he, everybody's wearing their Black, the Black Widow hats that they gave out at the panel, and he puts on a hat. And the camera zooms into it, and it says Blade. Like so, Wesley Snipes Blade. Like Wesley Snipes That's Blade, which is a Marvel character? property. Yeah. He's a vampire hunter. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> Marshall Ali is so good. Uh, Blade is cool. Like, that's enough. Like, so now they've gotten... They went from MCU. They had, like, what? A solid three movies of like based on earth science-based superheroes iron man he builds a suit he fights these technology-based bad Captain guys america and then formula. hulk is like science injection is, gamma is radiation radio. yeah gamma. and then captain america yep. well captain america was after thor but thor is like okay but there's also a multiple planes like well different yeah there's different planes of, yeah yeah there's gods out there that's cool and then um avengers Aliens, like Loki brought a bunch of aliens, and then they doubled down on that with Guardians of the Galaxy. They're like, fucking all these aliens. We Star Wars now. Yeah. Uh, and then Doctor Strange is like, we got magic now. And Blade is like, we got the occult now. We got <laughs> vampires, vampires, like werewolves could be in that shit. That's great. Like the, it, it is the cool. MCU is it just, it's growing, which I love. It's, it's I wonder how long things. until they touch X Men. And then. He said, I'm really sorry, guys. That's all the time we have today. Uh, we didn't even have time to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Big cheer. We didn't have time to talk about Captain Marvel 2. Big cheer. We didn't have time to talk about Black Panther 2. Big cheer. And we didn't have time to talk about Fantastic, Fu Fantastic Four and Mutants. But trust me, more news is coming on that soon. So there it is. I Fantastic Four and Mutants. But I think Fantastic Four is cursed. And you cannot touch it. What if, what if the MCU finally does it, and it's just a fucking steaming pile of shit? Like you cannot make a good Fantastic Four movie. I don't think you can. 
I don't know. You know why? You know why? Because you're forcing a chemistry dynamic, and that's why all the Fantastic Four movies try to try to shove the character dynamics of how they are with each other down your throat. But because you're just meeting them, you don't understand them individually. You only know them with each other. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's exactly what Guardians of the Galaxy was. But no, 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 no. Guardians of the Galaxy showed you just Star Lord. Guardians of the Galaxy showed you just Groot and Sweet Rabbit. What's his name? Sweet Rabbit. Sweet Rabbit. <laughs> um, uh, Rocket Raccoon. Rocket. Rocket. Like Rocket and Groot, they're together. Yeah. So you understand them. They but show you a little Gamora. A, they show you a, little Drax. That's a different dynamic because Groot doesn't really respond. Rocket answers for him because he translates Groot. Yeah. So that dynamic isn't as forced because you're not hearing the dialogue. You just hear, I am Groot. Yeah, yeah, you know, well, go fuck yourself. Like, well, I am Groot. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, that's a different dynamic than you have two humans that you immediately meet. Like, for example, Guardians of the Galaxy would have sucked if it was immediately Gamora and uh, Star-Lord. Okay. It immediately would have sucked. Like, if it started with those two? You got introduced to it with them. Because now you're not knowing this character. You're going straight into he's trying, to get, her, trying to get her to, to dance. And yeah. she's just like, no. And you just don't, you so don't get that it. That is a thing it's, with Fantastic Four because they were a team of humans who knew each other. And then they right. all became superheroes at the same time. They would almost do a better job if they did a individual movie of each one, and then you see Ugh. them meeting. You can't. That's not how Fantastic Four is, though. That's how the Avengers is. It's all these different right. people. They team up. Fantastic Four is this but team that is, who all become superpowered. That's the that's the that's the that's that's the weak point here of Fantastic Four is that you meet them. Oh, cool! Scientist. He's he's like obsessive with science, and he doesn't have good communication skills with this with his wife or his girlfriend or whatever and then mm-hmm. you have this guy who's like a, a playboy who just is always like this adrenaline junkie and you have this like really brutish blah 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 and then oh no now they're superheroes okay now they're all together still yeah it's just that's why it never really sticks it's mm-hmm. in my opinion at least i think it's just because you don't understand the characters as who they are yeah you know tony stark even like you understand they showed you the playboy tony stark yeah then they showed you his genius inside the cave. Yeah. And then they showed him with the suit and then you didn't see him being Tony Stark until he's back in his lab. Right. And then he, then you're just, Oh shit. And you see him doing all this stuff, right? Exactly. Working on cars. He's manipulating AR environments. He's doing all this shit. And then you go, Oh wow, this dude's a fucking, this dude's amazing. Yeah. You know, it's the layers of how they build it compared to instead of getting layers, they just give you like, here's the cake. It's called Fantastic Four. Yeah. It's just, but what about what's inside of it? Just yeah. Fantastic Four. That is definitely the thing that they would have to avoid. It's, But it's hard because like you just said, that's the whole point of it. That they're together. Yeah. But like there have been movies that are team movies like that. Like here's a movie about a group of people doing something. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know they're out there. Um, Like sports team movies. Like you meet the whole team at once. And they do their thing, like, uh, well, not I was gonna say the Goonies, but that is not the case in the Goonies. You well, meet each well, character sports, one by one. You can't say it was sport teams because sport teams is either a predetermined outcome that you know because it's based off a historical game. Yeah. Or they focus on only the key players. They focus on the coach. Yeah. They focus on the star player that won, that wins the game, and right. they build up the dynamic of how that person is, their insecurities, their anxieties, who they are as an individual. It shows them eating dinner by themselves. It shows them, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like late at night rereading over plays or watching tape by themselves while smoking chain smoking cigarettes. <laughs> you you learn about them as people, and then you see them put into a team environment. Right. Fantastic Four is all the movies have always been. 
they're with each other. Yeah. And oh no, now the bad guy's here. Oh no, oh no, we have special powers. But Doctor Doom is also one of the best supervillains of all time. Is he? He's awesome. I like the guy who played him. And, uh, yeah, that like very the guy from uh, Nip Tuck. Uh, Nip Tuck. Yeah, I thought he did a great job of being this smart, charismatic, charismatic, yeah. but kind of creepy. And yep. he played angry really well because yeah. he wasn't like I'm crazy mad angry, like I'm psycho. It was just you're fucking up my day. Without saying that, just yeah. like you're fucking up my day. I need you to just fucking get out of my way. Yeah. You know, and he portrayed it so well to me. Yeah. That it was like the perfect evil villain yeah, kind he's of great. role. Yeah. Uh, I, that's Dr. Doom. Like, I don't have any specific examples, but he is basically the one of the smartest people in the Marvel Universe and one of the most powerful. Like, his powers are like the most powerful in the Marvel Universe. Right. So, like, he's omnipotent like he could do whatever he wants there's one thing where like he decides he gives up his uh quest to rule the earth because he just knows like he knows all the possible outcomes and he knows that in the end it won't be for his best interests like that's the way he's quote-unquote defeated in one story it's like oh yeah you know you know what i thought about it and this isn't gonna work for me it's so kind of like what go. i thought with endgame when he was thanos was saying it's just I'll never have a, th a grateful or quiet yeah. universe if I do this. Yeah, that's what you thought for a second Instead before him, he's like, <laughs> "I'm going full psycho." Yeah. Just when he was gonna say, "This isn't the path that will," you know, I was wrong. I was wrong. And then, <laughs> and then Nebula just, "I have the gauntlet. I'm a fucking pest." Yeah. Instead of him going, "I need to kill everybody. I will shred this universe <laughs> down to its last atom." Yeah. Just yeah. oh my god. So I think Doctor Doom could be the next. Thanos of the MCU. That would be cool. Would be I wouldn't mind cool. that. But then you have to, you have to touch on the X-Men though, don't you? Oh, 100%. And then how do you redo the X-Men when the X-Men universe has been done by Fox? Or exactly. Anything? Do you do something different? You got to have that core group. I mean, Fox has already Would you done... not even touch it? I wouldn't even touch it. I'd be like, They Dude. bought Fox for this reason. I think the X-Men and Hulu are the two biggest reasons I think they bought. Like X-Men and Fantastic Four and Hulu. I like, feel like it just be would so be so weird to see Avengers with X Men. I think by then it won't be that weird. All those movies and TV shows I just laid out for you, I think now they're like, okay, Kevin Feige, do whatever the fuck you want. Here's a blank check. <laughs> you did it with Endgame. Uh, speaking of what is uh, Endgame officially. The number one movie of all time. Yeah, I fuck saw you, that. Avatar. I saw that. I saw. Fuck that. you forever. <laughs> Congratulations, Disney, on beating Disney for the highest record by Disney. <laughs> yeah, everybody's saying like before Avatar two, since it's been eleven years, do you think they'll do a quick re-release of Avatar one and then just boop, like get it back above Endgame? <laughs> That'd be bullshit. <laughs> Which that would be bullshit. And also, it's it's now just Disney fighting Disney. Like, there's no need. This was there's Disney no fighting what used to be Fox and is now Disney. But that would be just Disney fighting Disney. There's no need. Like, they have the number one and number two spot. And I think number three. With Star Wars, I bet. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it is uh, Force Awakens. There's, there's no need. There's and no I need. think number four. Yeah. There's. <laughs> but also, uh, like, this was already a thing. But um, Zoe Saldana is number one and number two. She was the uh, love interest in Avatar. And she was Gamora in Endgame. Really? Yeah. She is She's the got person. Money. She got money. She got money. That's a resume right there. That's a fucking. 
Um, Let's, unless you have something specific about about these phases. I just had a couple more points on Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, let's do Spider-Man. Oh, okay, that's what you were going to say? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, let's close it out on Spider-Man, because this is a whole episode. Oh, fuck, we still haven't talked about Stranger Things. That's next episode. Uh, Whatever. Um, So many people at my work are dragging their damn feet watching this. How do you take that long to watch eight hours of TV? You saw saw my snap I sent, right? Or my video? No, I'm not on My picture? Oh, it was uh, an empty theater. It was... When you saw Spider-Man? I think it was a Saturday night. Completely empty? Nine o'clock. What? IMAX. And I think there were... There ended up being eight people, but it was just me when I walked in. Did you go alone? I would have went with you. Well, you already saw it. I, I, don't, I, <laughs> I don't did. See, I saw it like two days ago again. Oh yeah. So I mean, I, mean, I should have invited you. It would have been somebody to talk to about it. But yeah, it was. It was cool. First of all, I didn't know if I should watch it in IMAX or what is it, Dolby Digital or Dolby XD, Dolby whatever it is. Yeah. And I was asking one of the employees because I was there so early mm-hmm. that it was just two people cleaning. <laughs> I was just. Hey. Yeah, I was so I actually walked in. I said, I said that. Did you dubs this employee? <laughs> like when you bought the knife? <laughs> hey, let me ask you way more questions than you're qualified to answer. I did ask. First, I asked just, I'm just early, right? It's not like it's not showing anymore. And the guy said, no, it's it's showing. You're just early. It's okay. <laughs> just make yourself comfortable. Yeah, before the ads that are before the trailers. Yes, it was the screen was off. Yeah. Yeah, projector was off. Yeah. So I, I had a they gave me a really cool little Spider-Man figurine. So okay. I was asked cuz it was like the girl at the front said because you're seeing Spider-Man and IMAX cuz you get a free thing and I got it. <laughs> the way you mimed it, it looks like she just chucked it at you. <laughs> she didn't chuck it, but she did she did go she did do that. She reached over and said, "You get a free thing." And like she <laughs> she was sarcastic about it. I mean, yeah. And I was super pumped. And I was just, wow, thank you. Like, why, why do I get something? She goes, they gave us these to hand out for IMAX viewers. Yeah, and you're that. seeing it in IMAX. I was like, I've never had one of these. She's like, well, hey, enjoy it, dude. I was like, I will. Thank you. I was, I was real happy. <laughs> so wholesome. Yeah. And I took it out. And it was like, ooh. And I put him in my hand. I was walking down the hallway. And he stood. He was just able a to, little figure of Spider-Man? Yeah. Nice. And he, he like laid. He he fit in my hand. He was perfectly like splayed out. And nice. I was walking down the hallway. Just like, wow, I got a free Spider-Man <laughs> out of this. I was like a little boy yeah. i was i did feel like a little kid but i was super excited i was like wow i wonder if you'll like fit on this in the armrest or in my car and playing he, with him in the- <laughs> he does fit on the armrest and he does fit in my car in multiple places nice so sorry <laughs> I multiple in. places so i walked in i asked the guy it's definitely still showing right i'm not just or am i just early he goes you're just early i asked the girl i said hey um I've never had one of these before, like a free figurine. Is this a new thing you guys are doing? And she goes, no, it's just an IMAX thing. They do it for all IMAX stuff. Yeah. I go, really? I usually never... give posters or something. Yeah. If that's what she said. She said, yeah, I usually give posters. I'm like, no way. Posters? How do you get a poster? <laughs> she... <laughs> and she was, she was saying, oh, you got to just get one. You got to show up. And if they're still there, you'll get one. I was like, yeah. oh, man, that's that's really cool. I like this. This is neat. She goes, yeah. But Glad you like it. And I went, but walking past across from here, there's like a Dolby sign. What is that? And she said, oh, that's the Dolby experience. And I said, well, how's that different from IMAX? She goes, IMAX is just big ass shit. She goes, big ass, big, loud, big ass sound, <laughs> like hardcore experience. Dolby is like the moving chairs and mm. just, and just, oh yeah, super got clear it. and stuff the like D-box. that. D-Box. Yeah. So I just yeah. said, oh, what's better then? She goes, eh. 
She goes, it depends. Do you get motion sick? And I go, no, I don't get motion sick. She goes, do you get seasick, card, nauseous with the car? I go, no, unless I'm drunk, but no. And then she said, if you go into that, you should be fine. Some people get nauseous. I got nauseous seeing some movies in there, like Godzilla. It was a little nauseating, but that's because I get sick. Yeah. But it's, it's fun, but I personally think IMAX is a better overall experience. I agree. And I went, yeah, so I should... And I said, because I, I want to know going forward, should I be seeing big releases in IMAX first or in Dolby first? She said, I would say IMAX because stuff shot in IMAX is made for IMAX and the experience is way more intense. Mm-hmm. Dolby is just fun. Yeah, it make it more like a ride. Yeah. She, it's, like she, a, it's a gimmick, yeah, but it's was, a fun gimmick. She was saying it's fun. IMAX is the true movie experience. Though. Like, All right, good. I just want to make sure you're making the right decision. Yeah. She was like, you doing it, kid? And then she kept going and. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was just me. I just sat there by myself for a little bit. I had a panic moment right before the, like, right before the movie, the pr- movie, quote, unquote, the preview started. I was thinking, I need to go to the bathroom. But should I wait? And I just said, fuck it, I'm going. Six minutes left. I sprinted down the hall, pissed, sprinted back. I was back in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the, like, did the trailers even start? No. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even panic when I'm showing up after the showtime of when my movie starts because the trailers are so long now. They're like 20 minutes. By the way, I was afraid of a Star Wars trailer and I was safe. Yeah, there was no Star Wars trailer. Safe. There was Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. There was that dumb Bruce Springsteen movie. Did you see that one? No. I saw that one. It's about an Indian kid who lives in England who loves the lyrics of Bruce, Bruce Springsteen and they have a huge impact on his life no i don't know okay uh i don't even remember what else there was spider-man yeah onward did you see that pixar trailer for onward no it looks fun it's pixar takes place in like a uh fantasy world that's like become modernized and it stars tom holland and chris pratt as brothers who go on this quest to do something and that's it's pixar so they're leaving it vague because they know you'll see it yeah, oh, yeah, Spider-Man. The scene on the plane that we were talking about right. earlier leads directly into such an amazing, like, end of that scene where he was like, this is it. This is the situation you're in. You're Spider-Man. This is happening. What are you going to do? Because we've been floating above this poppy field for <laughs> 20 minutes. We've been we've been hang, we've been hovering here above, above up in a tulip field for yeah, 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Now, so what are we doing? Love that line. I was like, oh shit, are they still there? <laughs> and it showed it. <laughs> I also love the say something to prove that you that you you're really you. Um, okay, remember when we were in Germany and you got that pay per view movie and <laughs> you said that it wasn't an adult, but I knew by the price that it was. <laughs> Which I that's from Civil War. Like yeah, exactly. before he goes to fight Captain yeah. America, he was watching porn in the hotel. Yeah, exactly. He's like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> then he just runs on the plane. Yeah. But um So after that, he's like, Okay. And like he he finally he calms down and he gets it together, he like wipes the tears from his eyes, which oh Spider-Man just being a high school kid who's just yeah. so overwhelmed and he's crying and he's like, okay, d- d- gotta get down to business. Yeah. And he like becomes Tony Stark in that scene. Like, he's like, okay, he goes to the back and he like opens up the suit thing and he starts like interacting with the AR like you said Tony does all, or yeah. all the time. He puts his hand through the AR thing and he's, he's like it. looking around okay. and he just looks okay. up at uh, Happy and he's like, what? He goes, nothing. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, 
he sees his best friend in him. Yeah. And then he's like, you take care of the suit. I'll get the music. Throws on ACDC. Yeah. And Peter says, oh, I love Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So perfect. And then uh, it was, a, it was oh, the way he was scene. like, he was like putting the suit together and he was like doing these calculations. He goes, oh, yeah, I know I'm not going to need electricity because I'm going to be need to zap all the drones. That was so great. And then like he had the little AR spider logo and he just flicks it to make it spin. That's yeah. such a Tony move. Yeah. He's just playing with the AR, doing nothing functional. So good. It was, it was, the thing I liked the most was that it was, it didn't hammer home Endgame. Yeah, they it touched on it. It, they, it. it was a theme, Yeah, but the movie wasn't about Endgame. It wasn't it was an a, Endgame epilogue. It was about him being able to go out with MJ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> The whole movie was based around yep. being around MJ. I love the intro, though. And uh, <laughs> the touching tribute. Yeah. My friend who I saw it with the other day was pissed. Why? He was like, that is not funny. Because <laughs> he was genuinely hurt when like Tony died and stuff uh, like that. Which I was laughing in his face at the fact that he was upset. I'm like, yeah, that's a movie. Shut up. I, I just liked... I, I understand his his gripes. Yeah. I was, I was actually... I laughed at first because just the choice of playing Whitney Houston. Yeah. But then when they started showing to the Tony slides, I was thinking if this is, this is really fucking cheesy and kind of an insult yeah. to what RDJ did. If this is, and then it turned into just two high school kids at a high school show. Yeah. And, and I was like, like, Oh, okay. Oh, that makes more sense. That makes they, more like sense. they don't have taste yet. <laughs> like they don't, they they don't, don't get how corny that was. Yeah. They don't understand it. So, okay. And then it was better. The shitty JPEG of vision. <laughs> Like, that's the only picture they could find a vision. It was all blurry. <laughs> so good. And then they showed, like, the scenes of the school band playing, and they get dusted away. And then they show them just kind of zapping back, which is cool. There's, like, I really wanted to watch it the second time because I wasn't expecting it the first time, so I kind of missed what exactly it looked like. But it was, like, this flash. Like, they kind of, like, like Grew. Star Trek. Like, yeah. yeah, and it was, like, bright. Uh, so that was cool. And they called it the blip, not the, the snap. Yeah, the blip. It's always weird, like, when there's an ambiguous thing that happens, like the snap or Fat Thor, and fans come up with a name for it, and then the actual canon is like, no, 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 it's it's the blip. It's the blip. That was great. And well, then yeah. the whole, like, talking about the repercussions of, like, uh, May, she's like, when I got blipped, I came back to my apartment, and another family was living there, because it was five years later. It's like, yeah. shit, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And um, also, how did May know? I for, uh, did they touch on how May found out about Spider Man? Yeah, at the end of Homecoming, he uh, uh, is in his room. It's at the very oh, end. Oh, and he's trying to take the suit off. He's right? trying to take the suit off, and he sees her. And she goes, "What the?" F-? And it goes to credits, <laughs> which is exactly what they did this time at the post credit scene. What the? the f- f- <laughs> Each Spider Man ends with "What the f?" Dash. Um. That was awesome. The scene, the Peter Tingle, the I, I, Peter Tingle. Stop calling it. The please Peter don't call it the Peter Tingle. And then, how's the suit? Eh, it's pretty tight around the old web shooter. <laughs> like that's a reference to jizz. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. I love the scene on the bridge when MJ tells him he knows about Spider Man and he denies it. And then the projector thing happens and he's like thinking, "I am Spider Man and I messed up." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. "What?" Yeah. I, it, well, it was funny because she was kind of joking. Because she yeah. was just, I was just joking because you always ran off. And yeah. It was just funny. It's like, nope, I, I am Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, what? I am Spider-Man, yeah. 
<laughs> so good. Uh, the whole Ned dating that girl immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that was. They said babe like twenty nine times in the movie. That was really they, that that I didn't see that coming. That was great, and that worked really well, and it was hilarious. Peter, when I said that, I was a boy. Yeah. I was a boy who found a woman. And now I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> so good. He's such a good character. It was... Oh, God. I liked it because it was just like a teen romance movie. It was so That's good. kind of what it was. It felt so genuine. Like, it felt so real the whole time. But, like, right at the end, they fucking sealed the deal after he beats Mysterio. And they kiss. And then they're immediately awkward. And she goes, I'm going to go back to class now he's like okay yeah i'm gonna go <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like he just he doesn't know what to say and they and just she, chuckle she and just grabs the mace she goes i, I in case i'm gonna I need take it. this just in case i need it and he's like haha yeah that's it's a good so idea good it's a good idea that, that is so high school like that was me <laughs> yeah right. uh, like in the the final fight when he's finally like okay shit i'm out of web i don't know what to do i need to get up there and he's like taking pieces apart and he's like Tony Stark in it and he's making it and he picks up the London bridge sign and he's holding the thing and it, he's wearing a suit designed by Stark Industries holding a shield and then holding a thing that he starts swinging around like I'm like oh shit he can lead the Avengers he's doing all three <laughs> Avengers right now oh that scene just for like a second he starts running and swinging it that's good I like, yeah, I that's like, good. I immediately also thought of uh, the scene in Endgame when, uh, what is what does he do? Uh, Cap goes, "Hey, Queens!" and he throws it. And he <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> he just takes it and he goes. Uh, so good, and uh, the two amazing the parts where they really show like the Mysterio illusion things when he's in like the old the construction yard, and Mysterio is just mind fucking him. Yeah, and he's like all confused, and he keeps changing his outfits, and he like goes to punch him, and he pr- punches a concrete pillar, and he like pulls on him, and he pulls a crane down on his own head. That was so great. Yeah, because when that's Mysterio right there. Right, I was gonna say because when they showed the scene of him just like programming drones, I was just yeah. thinking, this is how is this guy a villain to a superhero? This makes no sense. And then when that scene happened, I remember thinking, oh. Spider-Man does know how to fight him. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you how do you fight that but guy? But also, how do you fight a guy who changes your perception of reality? Yep. Without... That's even worse. You you can't fight the fact, oh, I'm on drugs, or I know I'm hallucinating. It's... Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm normal, yeah. and everything is changing. It's yeah. just... That's even more disorienting. So good. There are so many cool visuals in that, too. Like... They uh, explained a lot with the visuals, too. Like, how they... How the holograms... The projected holograms can they actually do the damage with the drones exactly uh and then like there's a hologram of something and he punches it and it kind of like like it glitches out and you can see that it's a like concrete pillar and then like the zombie iron man like crawling out like if you were better tony wouldn't be dead and he yeah. starts and then like he has spiders coming down his eye and, and someone online noticed this and i confirmed it rewatching it they're black widow spiders kind of cool because like tony died black widow also died yeah and then like the black widow eyeballs turn into mysterio helmets and they're like marching at him like that was like doctor strange level like movie visuals it was so cool and then like he gets shot and then nick fury's behind him and he gets shot and the illusion immediately falls and nick fury's behind him and then he tells nick fury everything nick fury is still part of the illusion oh my god that's when i'm like that they did it that's mysterio but like 10 out of 10 yeah that was (laughs) That was trippy. That was also just 
just like a, a lot to handle. <laughs> exactly. It was just, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then the it fuck? immediately he's like, "You're so gullible," and he tells him, and uh, he's like backing up, and he's backing yeah. up, and then yeah, and gets the hit by a train. <laughs> My friend literally like jumped and put his hands up in the air, like, "Oh shit!" Like Spider Man's dead. That was it. Was done really well. It was so done really good. well. But so good. It's, and then you say, "How do you fight that?" They answer it perfectly at the end. He closes his eyes, takes a deep breath. He's not looking at the illusions, and he's using his Peter Tingle. He's just fighting them because he knows exactly where they are. And it like, ugh, like that was a scene when I watched it. I'm like, I can't wait to rewatch that so I could see more of what happened, <laughs> like the final fight right, in right. Endgame. In the, yeah, I'm like, God, there's so many things I missed. I can't wait to rewatch. But it, I thought it was really cool that with Spider-Man. Because I think they mentioned in the movie he doesn't have his spider sense. He they only it's only when he's in danger. It's like a, he, he an adrenaline rush. I think he does. Uh, I think they kind of touched on it when May threw the banana at his face. I mean, it's um, like you can dodge bullets, but you can't dodge a banana. Yeah, just, I, I don't it's, know. I it's not. I don't have it all the time, or something like that. Yeah. It's basically when he's in danger. Yeah, it's just which I, is a thing sometimes in the comics. Again, Spider-Man 1 with Tommy Maguire, when MJ slips on the orange juice in the cafeteria, he, like, catches the train. Yeah. Yeah. Which, did you know that was a practical effect? Tommy Maguire actually did that. They did, like, 155 takes so he could catch all the things on the tray and not drop them. Or Are MJ. serious? Yeah. He, and, and like, Tommy Maguire demanded that. And they were obviously just dropping them from right above screen, but to, like, coordinate them all and, like, balance them so they didn't fall. That's insane. Yeah. Tobey Maguire, best Spider-Man. <laughs> you think so? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I think uh, Andrew Garfield was an amazing Spider-Man, but he was way too charismatic as Peter Parker. And Tobey Maguire was just nothing. He was just so wrong. <laughs> and Tom Holland is perfect at both. I think Tobey Maguire did a better job in Spider-Man 2 being Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Because I think there were more emotions at play. Yeah. But also Spider-Man, I think Spider-Man 2 is the movie. It, it It's not Spider-Man. So the Spider-Man we all know is is Tom Holland. Yes. In the sense of it's a 16-year-old kid. It's a kid. It's a kid. Who's in Spider-Man dorky, 2, nerdy, they graduated high school. Yeah. And they have jobs. He's in college. Yeah. He has a, yeah. He's a pizza delivery boy and he's going to college. Yeah. And MJ's in... in no. She's I think, in theater. Yeah, I think they're out of college because she's, like, performing in theater. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, it, it's just... And, like, Spider-Man 3, they're, like, married. Yeah, <laughs> it's so... Weird. It's weird. It's an older Spider-Man. Yeah, it's basically, like, a mid-20, early-20 Spider-Man yeah. compared to the Spider-Man that we all really associate with is the awkward 16-year-old who just... Perfect. ...doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Like, remember, in, in when I when I got home and I played all the clips of Iron Man and Spider-Man yeah. interacting, the uh, Infinity War scene when he shows up, he goes... Hey, Mr. Stark, what's going on? <laughs> and he like caught the the giant thing. Someone on uh, Reddit was talking about that. Like, can we just talk about how Cull Obsidian was going to m- smash Iron Man, like full on overhand swing, and Spider Man catches it, not slows it down, not deflects it, stops it in midair, and then just goes, "Hey, it's <laughs> like he is so physically strong." He goes, he's like, I forget what he says. He goes, "Hey." How's it going, Mr. Stark? Hey, What's Mr. Going on? Stark. What's going on? Kid, here? what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Field trip to MoMA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, so he, good. Like he throws him, he just loops himself back around. And Whoa! He's, and he's swinging back in. He goes, uh, "What's the deal with this guy?" He uh, just, he's from outer space. He's trying to steal a necklace from a wizard. wizard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, and he just okay. goes, "Yeah, kid, wizard!" <laughs> like he points at yeah. him. Wizard, oh, God, get so out of it. He's like, "Okay, I'm going. I'm going." <laughs> so good, so obedient. He's like a little puppy, but it's because he's a kid. Yeah, and he's he looks up to Tony Stark as what to do. Exactly, because he thinks he's just he's got it. He knows everything. Yeah, and that's why. It, it, it was funnier looking back at it because I feel like Far From Home really drove home how he's just a fucking kid. Yeah. It really hit home. So looking back at that scene, it's just it's funny because he knows he's strong but doesn't realize what that means in, yeah. in context of yeah. what he can do other than just, oh, I can stop this though. Poof. Hey, yep. Mr. Stark, what's happening? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just goes, whoa, let me try to stop it. Yeah, exactly. Like that's <laughs> like immediately before that, Cull Obsidian threw that hammer thing at Tony Stark, knocked him back through a building <laughs> into that park and knocked down a tree. Yeah. He did the same thing and Spider-Man just <laughs> boop. <laughs> well, he was, yeah, he's, he's super fucking strong. So, I mean, it makes sense, but you're right. You're right. It's, it's different than if, Tony tried to catch it, it would be like all this like synchros. Like yeah, groups. exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what else I learned about from that scene? Because they played the whole clip. It was how Doctor Strange lost. But yet, fast mm. forward 30 minutes, uh, more like an hour, he's fighting Thanos one-on-one. Yeah. Which is a little so weird, right? He lost because he got choked out, right? Yes. Like the wires and then yeah. suffocated him. Yeah. He was, he was, it was a wizard fighting a wizard. Which is different than a wizard fighting a brute with Infinity Stones. I also, a lot of people have been talking recently about how, like, Endgame Thanos, Thanos, like, five years younger Thanos, I think more than five years younger, uh, with no Infinity Stones and a sword beats the shit out of all three main Avengers, and Thanos with three Infinity Stones, like, has a tough time fighting, like, five of them or whatever. It's because he relies on those and yeah. not his sword. And a lot of people are saying that he's trying to incapacitate them. He he has a goal, and it's to eliminate half the life in the universe, not just go on a murdering rampage. But he, Where in 2014, Thanos with the sword wants to shred this universe down to its last atom. He's true. not pulling any punches. They showed the ferocity a lot more. Exactly. But, that uh, scene where he's just hacking away at the shield with yeah. the sword. Right. But at the same time, though, he... Infinity War opens with just a ship filled with dead people. That's true. So, so but yeah, he's he's relying on. Actually, that's a good point because he has the power stone, ship full of dead people. He's wearing full armor. He hands him the tesseract. He takes off the helmet and he takes off the armor, puts that in. He goes, "Okay, now I've got these. I don't need to fight anymore." So he's just using those basically. He never really like. You don't see him physically. F- that I mean, yeah. that's why he doesn't have his weapon. Yeah, it's insane. Because you've never seen him physically fight somebody, yeah. other than when he's boxing the Hulk. Yeah. Oh. But even then, that's not a brutish. Yeah. Like crazy. He's ferocious. trying to subdue him, not murder him. It's not a ferocious thing he's doing. He's yeah. just slipping under, and he's like box stepping, and yeah, he's fucking hitting. these body it's hooks. Defensive. Yeah. Yeah. He's hitting body. He's going for the liver. Like that's all it was. Yep. So it's it's different. So yeah. ferocity. Okay. I hate you guys. I'm going to murder you all. That's another thing, too. He never fought with anger in Infinity War. And he did in Endgame. He anger did. is a very good motivator. Yeah. But he never had... He was always very calm. Very, Let yeah. me guess. You're, you're home. 
it was my home yeah exactly yeah. and it was beautiful and oh and it was a paradise yeah yeah you know what i mean it was just yeah he, the only time he yells is like when he gets i don't know hit with a ship yeah when it would have been a waste of parts yeah or <laughs> when tony i don't know shot a whole bunch of rockets at him and he caught them and sent it back at yeah he doesn't really when he's like just getting pissed off <laughs> like yeah when, stop yeah he doesn't really even when he stabs iron man it was to stop him it yeah. was like okay now but can you stop <laughs> but even the way he talked to him he just goes you know like i hope they remember you tony yeah and they put him down <sighs> just he's not like like fuck i rat like he is an end game <laughs> you know what i mean because <laughs> infinity war he just goes he even says he goes tony stark and he goes you know me he's like i know who you you're are. not the only one cursed with knowledge yeah <laughs> but he's calmly talking yeah. just oh he's so good yeah i think that's why he was so intimidating in infinity war because he's just calm he's calm and he's holding like three nuclear bombs on his <laughs> glove <laughs> but he's calm yeah exactly even at the very end when he shows up and he gets the final stone he's just patting yeah. him away yeah nope you go into the rock nope yep. you can nope. just lay down yeah nope. get out you of can, my way yeah get out of my way get out of my way it too we're like we even see him he has the glove with the infinity gauntlets at the end of uh, with the infinity gems at the end of endgame and he like takes the power stone out and fucking bops captain marvel like he that's not even pulling a punch like he is punching captain marvel as hard as he can yeah it's the the, the ferocity is there because he's not calm yeah he's unhinged the whole time oh, he's so pissed good. off the whole time and it's such a different dynamic they killed it with thanos like perfect we don't I ever need to see Thanos in a movie again. I didn't realize how terrifying he was until I rewatched Infinity War. And every speech of his is just this perfect madman speech. Mm. It's like they were writing it for 10 years. <laughs> like when he's when he's talking to uh, Gamora, when he's trying to feed her, she goes, I hate this chair. And you said that. You've, like, yeah. I hate everything about this place. You said that too. Yeah. Just, he sits down. I'm not disappointed. Yeah. Uh, because you didn't find the map I'm disappointed because you did yeah <laughs> and you lied yeah that's <laughs> so good and yeah and he, he even says that just you're, you know why you're horrible I taught you many things I didn't teach you how to lie that's why you're so bad at it oh. <laughs> every single line of his is so quotable exactly it's just yeah. that's why that performance is more memorable I think than Endgame because Endgame he's just this fucking chaotic madman brute yeah who's the middle of of chaos and killing yeah you know so it's just different versions of him but mm. it's cool again you we went from that to i just want to give her this this like glass necklace yeah. and tell her how i really feel about her and i don't Hopefully know what she feels the same way too. i don't know what happens after that but i just have this weird feeling in my gut that just wants me to tell her that i like her yeah and i just want to be with her and that's that, so great that's that, like, like all i know yeah <laughs> All the shit he's been through already as Spider-Man, that is his number one priority right now. That is so real. And that's what they drove home. Yeah. With him, with Mysterio, with him having that conversation. Him, Mysterio saying, what do you want to do, kid? Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to have, do you want to be a hero? Do yeah. you want to have this life? Or yeah. do you want to be a kid who wants to take a girl up to the Eiffel Tower? You're yeah. Like, I want to, that. Wanna, <laughs> Two, please. I want to do that. <clears throat> like So good. That's my only goal. And yeah, that's why it was... I, I feel like the 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 battle scene was better than here's another weird thing. It's never like 
Endgame, I think, was so and Infinity War was was so just sushi buffet like wagyu steak satisfying because the finest of our selections <laughs> because you saw the superheroes just fucking unleash themselves just what can you do oh yes. we're gonna see what you can do yes. wanda's just ripping people in half everybody dialed fucking, up to 10 yeah just exactly just uh what's what's uh what's his name captain Rhodes. what's his name uh war machine War Machine, just full on all the ev- bullets, everything, all the bullets, just all the all the rockets, <laughs> all of his features dropping napalm and shit, just yep. all this. You see everybody do everything, but with Spider in Endgame, Spider Man activate instant kill. Just, yeah, he turns just, on instant kill. <laughs> you, start, you see everything, but with the individual Spider Man movies, you don't. You see like Peter Parker in like a hoodie in Homecoming. Yeah, and then you see him without webs. Yeah, like in, in exactly. the final fight scene of Far From Home, it's weird how you don't get this full, like, like fulfillment, this full resolution of mm-hmm. of completion after seeing some of these. Because for me, when that was over, I was just okay. It's done. It's not the same as just like, oh my Ooh. god, like, <laughs> yeah. after Infinity War or Endgame, where you had these crazy <coughs> full on fucking scenes. You kind of had that in Iron Man three, right? Like when you see. 47 suits no because Iron, it's because it's not iron man iron man he's jumping suit to suit and not each not a single one of those suits is like what the mark four the mark five yeah it's just him jumping into robot suits and then finally he doesn't even win the battle it's because pepper saves the day mm. so he's not truly doing iron man yeah he's trying to but he's constantly on the back foot right you know what i but mean but he has like all of his powers there like all, at the time all of his suits that he's made are all fighting together so like you're seeing all of his work right at the time he made like 40 more after that but you don't see him be real you don't see him as avengers yeah the first avengers yeah, yeah, yeah. where you saw them just get you saw fighting what iron man lives. you saw what iron man could do in avengers yeah exactly when he's f- scanning enemies he's finding weak point find, find me a way in yep it's like okay finding a way in sir just yeah and then just like <laughs> yeah oh you and gotta he go shoot flares like, yeah. he's like okay and he goes what you what you guys do? Stop for tea? Or so, what do you say? Like stop for say, stop for lunch? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, he's like, well, come on, I'm bringing the party to you, and it shows him like and this, this giant thing coming that's, around uh, the corner. That's one. Of, that's what. That's still the gif I sent for people on their birthday. Someone edited that. He's like, all right, I'm bringing the party to you, and he flies around the corner, and then the giant leviathan, the leviathan is wearing a birthday hat, <laughs> having like one of the birthday like that. Yeah, thing, like, holding a banner that says "Happy Birthday." <laughs> But and like instead of rubble flying out of the building, it's confetti. Yeah, <laughs> I'll but send it to you. After. That's the, that's a scene where you see what Iron Man can do when he's just let loose to go. Yep. Just Iron Man, do what you can do. You kind of saw in Infinity War, but he was getting his ass kicked the whole yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. If anything, actually, you saw what. Yeah, you saw what Iron Man can do with nanotechnology for yeah. making weapons out of fucking random it, brain power. Yeah. Right. So that was really cool. But you don't always get that. Marvel doesn't guarantee that in its movies. It yeah. doesn't guarantee... They always hold something back for the next one. Yeah. Thor loses his hammer in yeah. Ragnarok. You know? Um, Guardians, They I also guess. do... They always nerf them. Like... Yes. There's some... Like, you... If you're at your full strength, this movie isn't going to be interesting. Because they know you could just bop the bad guy. You need to... Like, Spider-Man had Edith... He had to give it to the bad guy, like turn the tables, so he had an uphill battle. Which that's what's make it more interesting. It's it's that's exactly the term. 
a lot of times heroes are nerfed. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so satisfying when you see them not nerfed. Yeah. Like the Battle of Wakanda, which was just, oh, yes, fuck him up. Just (laughs) Thor. (laughs) Thor comes back. Yeah. He comes back, fucks him up. Just you see Hulkbuster going all out. It's just that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. You you see the whole nine yards. I think that's what they save for like the Avengers movies. Do you think they do it on purpose? So it is that mm, yeah. feeling. You think so? They get that's they got to give you the like you see what Hawkeye can do in Avengers one and uh, Ultron. Yeah, you saw Hawkeye fucking be Hawkeye, just like doing sniping, shooting four arrows at once, like <coughs> changing gear, changing like tip heads. Yep, throwing like for a grapple like hook, electricity ones, grapple electricity hooks, explosive ones. Yep. ones. Yeah. yeah, you see Great. him switching over. You see Hawkeye be Hawkeye. You know? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's the cool part. Um. But anyway, to wrap it up. Yeah, I'll wrap it up. It's really late. Wrap it, wrap it, wrap it. Oh my God, we've been recording for a long time. Wrap it, wrap it, wrap um, it. Phase four, phase five, no Avengers movies. We don't know if that's confirmed, no Avengers movies for phase five, but it's the first phase. Phase four has no Avengers movies. Phase one, two, and three each had an Avengers movie or two. They could be done with the Avengers. I honestly wouldn't mind that. Because what other Avengers story can you do with this? Now that they're bringing in Fantastic Four and Mutants and Eternals and all these other things, maybe they're, they could go a completely different direction. Maybe, maybe the Marvel Studios, they're done with the Avenger arc. And they're yeah. just saying, what other properties do we have that we could use? Exactly. Because I'm sure the long-term goal isn't, oh, we're going to do this for 30, 40 years. Keep doing a, a, a end game every 10 years. Yeah, I think yeah. it's, it's going to be, no, uh, that was a great success. Yeah. Let's move on to our next properties. Our next properties are these characters yep. and these story arcs and these franchises. Mm-hmm. What can we do with them? I think they're just going to go through each franchise and just be done with them. Like, Which is We're not going to cool. see... I don't think we're going to see another Iron Man movie. Yeah. Like, like, I think it's done. I think yeah, it's ever. just... Yeah. yeah. I think it's just, we set the stone, we set the standard, it's done. Yeah. We have an Iron Man. It was Robert Downey Jr. And it was perfect. It was perfect. We did 10 years. It's a success on paper, success in the box office, success at home, success for our merchandise, success for our brand. It's done. We don't Merchandise is the only thing that, well, they want to do something to keep Iron Man going. Video games. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Video games. Unless they, there's another character that like takes the spotlight again and continues their merchandise going up. Spider-Man has always been the strongest. Spider-Man and Batman have always been the but like, biggest like look look at the reception that Batman's gotten over the years, where people are just fucking just uh, what Ben Affleck is Batman. It's yeah. Like, what about the George Clooney Batman? What about like yeah, exactly. Like you have all these. They never know what they're doing with Batman. But like that, like they they had it. They they were done. Yeah. They, they had Christian Bale. They had the Dark Knight. They were done with Batman as as that story. Yeah. They had. Christopher fucking Nolan do a superhero movie. You don't need to do another Batman movie. <laughs> right. You don't need to do another Joker movie. They're doing it because they're trying to see if there's any more blood in the stone and it's hurting them. Yeah. And now they're desperate and they're trying to find a way to make sure there's no blood in the stone by throwing money at anybody else. Yeah. Like James Gunn to I come am, in to try to save it. I am interested in this new Joker movie. I think that could be cool because it's so different. It's not based off of any comic. It's R-rated. Right. right. I think that's standing as itself for as a drama yeah and i th- yeah and i think they're just trying things they're just throwing shit at the I think wall it's and because, seeing what sticks i think it's because they they think that there's blood 
in that stone of DC. They mm-hmm. think they can get more out of Joker. They think they can get more out of Batman. It's like, come on, guys, we've been doing this for forty years. Of course, we can get more Batman. It's just, no, you're yeah. you're, you're tapping that well dry. And I think Marvel is already <laughs> ahead of the game by knowingly just saying, we're done. Yeah, we're moving, trying new things. Moving yeah. on, Eternals. Moving on, X Men. Moving on, Final Four. Moving on, like we're just. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was great. We all loved it. We don't need... I highly doubt in 30 years they're going to just say, Iron Man, and it's back, and yeah. it's a different Iron Man. I just don't <laughs> think... I just don't see that. Yeah. No, I agree. It could be wrong. I think there are certain properties that they'll put to bed, and then certain properties that'll be exciting enough to bring back up. Because I think the selling point for... What's his name? Kevin Feige? Yeah. I think... Feige. Feige his, I think his selling point is we can get that same buzz around this new arc. Mm-hmm. Just let me do it. Yeah. And then, then, then I'm just saying, you did it the first time. Here you yeah. go. Do it again. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can get you the next Iron Man yeah. character of Marvel Studios. Yep. I can get you the next Captain America of Marvel Studios. I can get that success again with new characters and new story arcs and new franchises and new properties, and we can just take over the world. Yep. Just let me do what I know how to do and Big PP energy right here in this room. <laughs> Big PP energy. Imagine if he ended, ended, uh, he ended a, a uh, a meeting like that. He just said, and that that gentleman is Big PP energy. Yeah, there's probably some movie that they have in the works that they're describing as this is the biggest PP energy of them all. It's like bigger than Endgame, bigger than Endgame. Bigger PP than in Endgame. <laughs> okay. Wow, this has been going on. Two hours and 12 minutes. Let's end it. Jesus. Bye. Bye. <laughs>